Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. If you're looking for the various sections of the video, I use timestamps below. This is a live stream, so if you didn't catch me live, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you're here Monday through Friday in the mornings when I go live and have a lot of back and forth and discussions, as well as live Q&A with the audience. We will be going through my new world first impressions this morning, and I'll use that timestamp, but there will be a lot of back and forth about the game as well as the other topics. It's a good reason to make sure you're here. I am a safe for work broadcaster. We do essentially a variety gaming news show throughout the week, and then we do gameplay in the afternoons. It is a safe for work channel and broadcast, so a lot of people put me on in the background throughout their day not having to worry about what I'm going to say. So the, the New World impressions are probably going to dominate the conversation, mainly because I was very, very surprised by this game. I have a lot of things I want to talk about with you. The graphics, <laughs> the combat, accessibility, the content loop, sense of investment mixed with freedom, and a whole host of other things. And then again, we will be diving back into New World this afternoon. I played for three hours yesterday, and if I wouldn't have had to leave, I probably would have played for another hour or so. I had to go get a haircut, and so I was like, man, I was not expecting this. Now, there are some issues that they're dealing with, and, you know, they did some maintenance this morning, and, you know, people got on me about the fact that I wanted to use my controller. Well, I mean, I use a controller when I play Elder Scrolls Online, and, you know, that's just how I play. I I like to have the controller. I like to kind of be back in the chair. But just be aware, they're not going to offer full controller support. You kind of have to hybrid the controller and the keyboard and the mouse, which I actually didn't mind. I got used to it. As long as I can kind of engage in the combat, I think I'll be okay. So make sure you're here and stick around for my, my more full thoughts on the game as well if you have any questions. If you're a paying member, you can submit your questions right now. That's a reason to be here right when the stream starts you can submit those questions in the chat with the question command you can also submit those the night before in the discord i say hey here's the topics and the lineup for tomorrow get your questions in you might have some questions about skull and bones problems game is being compared to anthem internally i've got that report for you we'll talk about why are people comparing this game to anthem it seems to be sort of lost in what we sometimes have called development limbo or development hell, just not able to get out. And this isn't looking too good if you've been waiting for that game to come out. Also, Skull and Bones is related to the Assassin's Creed Infinite announcement. I'm going to tell you how. Then the Netflix-Sony deal. People are asking me to weigh in on that. It seems that Sony wants a way to compete with Game Pass, and there's some pretty concrete information to indicate that Sony and Netflix are working on some kind of a deal, and I'll have that for you, and I'll give you some of my thoughts on that. So if you have questions about any of those things, 
feel free right now to get those questions in or throughout the stream. I record these little micro segments. That way we can feed the shorts channel and then you can get your information. Now, this obviously is what today is all about. New World, is it worth your time? Is it worth checking out? Some people have taken issue with the fact that in order to get into the closed beta, you have to pre-order. Well, you're not owed a beta, and a closed beta is usually something that's done by invite only. The fact that they're letting people pre-order to play the beta, and then you could very easily cancel your pre-order, I think is a pretty good deal. Most companies are not willing to do a beta, or at least a publicly viewed beta. They're letting people stream this, record videos, and upload videos. So, if you think that, you know, they shouldn't be doing that, well, then don't. Don't pre-order it. Just watch streams. Get a feel for the game ahead of time. Uh, I, I actually would love to see more games do this. They could learn some pretty good lessons in that first month. Maybe add some good updates to their day one patch. Tweak some things. Get the servers ready. I, I, I actually like when companies do this. It didn't help Outriders all that much. Unfortunately, uh, if you come to the channel, you'll always see two. If you scroll down on the channel, that's SNTR Presents, the daily talk show in the morning, and then right there is the gameplay. And yesterday's New World gameplay closed beta stream did wonderful. So thank you, everybody, who was here for that. And then Dark Souls 3 gameplay from Friday. We'll be doing that again this Friday. I'm going to try and get another practice session in. And then today, you can see here at 1230, we'll be diving in some more gameplay if you missed it yesterday also uh during the the new world closed beta starts today stream that we did we did that before we actually played the game we talked about the new apex character that was announced seer that's coming on season 10 and tomorrow is ea play and there will be a trailer for the next season in apex legends and probably a whole host of other announcements we will be covering ea play so if you're looking for more battlefield or any other things that are going to be announced tomorrow they have said that co-streaming is totally a-okay and they have cleared at least battlefield has cleared the music usage for people to co-stream and not worry about those copyright claims copyright claims aren't a big deal it's not like you get in trouble or anything but it's just a bummer when the monetization of a video gets disrupted by a silly little song and a trailer i wish more companies and uh and and trailers and everything would consider this because we're essentially helping to market and promote your content i mean even when you're not a very big youtuber like me that still helps that's still more people seeing the product so we appreciate the fact that they're making things a little bit easier on those of us that are going to be co-streaming uh, we also talked about the leaks more leaks with cyberpunk 2077 data mining combing over that game and finding plans for dlc and free things and uh we will uh, we'll be taking a look at that game again sometime soon people like when i play that game and meme on it and make fun of it and the fanboys come out Uh, in big big numbers and then last night short so if you're newer to the channel I do like a short video to say hey here's what's going on tomorrow thanks for today and that one I said I might have been wrong I was like super cautious and a little worried about new world pleasantly surprised by the game I do have some question marks I'm not on the hype train just yet end game and longevity and you know basically community opportunities all those things are still a big question mark we're still very very early in the game 
and it doesn't come out until August. So we have, a, you know, they have about a month to, you know, work out some of the issues that people are highlighting. Like we had one crash and somebody warned me about it. So it must be a pretty well-known bug. The first time you fish, the whole game just <laughs> freezes. So be fair warned if the servers are having a problem and you're inside and you haven't gone fishing yet don't go fishing (laughs) Uh, we're going to try also something a little bit new today and we tried this over on gaming and it went exceptionally well Uh, the first 30 minutes of gameplay of of me playing, lots of people sometimes aren't looking for a live stream, they're just looking for the first 20 or 30 minutes of a game and I put that up there already has over 1k views so thank you everybody that's on that channel or newly subbed or watching it greatly appreciate that, it's going to give me an opportunity to play more games, show you you more games but not feel the need to go over there and stream so often it was really really stretching me and i want more opportunity to make space in the day for the personal channel project where i talk about my journey my mental health my faith and everything else that's not going to be on this channel or gaming or anything so we want to make opportunity in the day for me to say hey for a couple of weeks we've got this window of time now we can start considering what this project's going to look like so This is a great way to continue to support me and my family and the SNTR network if you're subbed over there on gaming. Now, we will still continue to use that gaming channel for live streams, just less frequently, and Friday Nights with Hilly is definitely going to continue to be a staple and a pillar piece of content over there. Today, I have a premiere scheduled, and we'll go over there. It says 3.30. We'll go over there when we're done here, and we'll watch that together. So if I have to adjust that schedule, I will. Uh, try and keep me on my, on my toes about that. 3.30 p.m. Eastern is the current scheduled time. Uh, the first 30 minutes of Death's Door, I, I, really good stuff here. You're going to want to watch that. I get through a very, very good slice of the game. 30-minute video right there, and I see the title of the game, and I get through kind of like an intro. It, it was, it was, I was very, very surprised. Apparently, that game has been made, was made by two people. I don't know how that's possible. It is wonderful. If you're curious about the game, be sure to watch that one. That one's hitting today. Now, if you like short uploads, make sure you're subscribed to the Shorts channel. If you can't make it here every day, if live streams are tough and you'd prefer to just get news in short, very, you know, morsel snippets, or you just want to support more of what we're doing here, support the Shorts channel. Give it a sub. Give these videos a gander and, 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 a, and a view and a like. Uh, it's, it's getting near 5k subs and this channel is just humming along. Uh, and then obviously there's some good breakout videos over there that do very, very well. We believe in this format. We think it's a really, really good, you know, idea in about a year from now, all these channels should be just a great encyclopedia and backlog of gaming news coverage and new game play. Uh, and so we're very, very happy to have it set up this way. Right now, you're on the main show. This is a main event. SNTR Presents. That is where you are, and we have a full day today. Excited to talk New World, my first impressions. It's always fun when we can be positive about a game instead of just negative. There's been a lot of disappointing titles in the last you know, year and a half or so. So always good when we can be positive and then dive back into the game and check it out and try to get more accomplished. And don't forget all the variety of ways we try to highlight that you can support the stream. Those commands run along the bottom 
Uh, the Discord is going to be a great place if New World really takes off and is popular with this community and they have really, really good community services as a way for us to come together and form a company and do things together. That's going to be a blast. So we would use the Discord for that. So make sure you're in there and familiar with it. Make sure you have a membership. The join command over there, exclamation point join or the join button that's going to give you increased access in the discord and if we do anything community driven with a video game that's what we're going to do we're going to make that a requirement just because it's too hard to police the general public and let everybody come in the discord and do whatever they want so we are right now doing community events the guys are brainstorming thinking that saturday night would be a good night for those i may make an appearance sometimes but that's not a guarantee Friday nights with Hilly and then Saturday nights with the community, a great reason to be in the Discord and use and cash in on those extra benefits as a paying member. I know they just did the Master Chief Collection with Halo Infinite around the corner, Battlefield 2042, New World, and a host of other games. It's a great place to be if you're looking for people to connect with and play with, so consider doing a membership today. It's how you submit questions that show up on the stream and the Discord. It's set up to just hold a lot of people we used to have a very active discord with destiny so we know exactly how to scale and grow with lots of folks coming in and wanting to play games together you've probably not been in a discord like that before a lot of times they're kind of smattered and crazy so we have a very very well organized server got a new shirt today some vintage wolverine for you use the shirt command it'll take you to the x-men collection over on 80s tees use code lono for 30 percent off you can do that anywhere on the site but we always try to use the shirt command to highlight the collection that i'm wearing from uh, so be sure to check that out today all those commands are there but the easiest way to support me doesn't cost you any money just be here in the morning smash the like button get the chat going and we'll have a poll going this morning just to get people's sort of impressions like what did you think of new world what were your thoughts both whether or not you played it or just watched it we'd love to hear from you and that's what that poll is for get us our first 100 likes on the video and if we already have 100 likes go for 200 i'll be live on the mic in just a second Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning and for filing into the stream and smashing like and just being the best people that we know on the internet, at least today in this moment and in this chat. You're the best compared to everybody else uh i'm just kidding thank you guys for getting us our first 100 likes we got four more likes to get that first 100 already over 200 people here and we will be discussing new world today if you've got questions about this game if you want to discuss it if you've got thoughts discoveries things that you found be sure to let us know that you can submit questions with the q a uh command the question command i'm sorry if you're curious what I thought. Um, glad you're enjoying your time. One of my favorite games for what it's trying to do. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chats, uh, chat. Any chance we get rooms that are not just make LFG makes LFG for the Discord would help promote people to come and just chat in voice chat? I mean, I don't... We, we have rooms, I thought, for that, Butters. I don't know. You'll have to talk to the mods. I don't, I don't really add stuff like that. Um, 
If we obviously when we have demand for it, I do. Did you have any GPU problems like others are having? I'm not. I'm not aware of any GPU problems. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't have any. No. Um, we uh, we played yesterday, and we had one. Um, we had one crash where somebody warned me about it. They're like, if you if you go fishing, well, they didn't say if you go. They said they went fishing. And as soon as they did it, crashed their game. And the same thing happened to me, like, as soon as it hit the water. Now, I loaded the game back up and was totally fine. So it's like the first time that you fish. Now, there was an update this morning in Steam. So I don't know if that's anything. I don't know if they've addressed that particular, the fishing crash. I don't know if they've addressed that one. Like smashed. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. What's up, Dusty? Jaggy? Minstry? Did you hear that New World is breaking PCs? what I'm always very hesitant to put a lot of stock in that kind of nonsense like I people are always very quick to be like yeah it's bricking PCs and it's maybe causing crashes and restarts I don't know it suffers from some serious frame rate drop issues but it's to be expected I didn't have any frame rate issues I mean I was going into the town and there were you know, there was people everywhere, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't have any of that. It's only breaking thirty nineties and a certain brand of them. That's it. Not even the game is causing it. Um, wait, the game is not causing it. It's unfortunately legit. Thirty nineties overheat and get bricked. Well, but it, is that? So is New World just making the is is just bringing the heat? I mean, any game could do that, I would imagine. Um, already refunded New World. I go back to Black uh, Black Desert Online. I, Kale, I tell you what, I thought I was gonna play it for an hour and be like, yeah, take it or leave it. I got to the third hour and wanted to keep going. So I don't know. Sounds like people not cooling their 3090s in general. Imagine finally securing a 3090 only for it to brick. I'm sorry, but that's kind of funny. I'd be furious. It's a 3090 problem. Everyone's running the same gathering side quest, collecting wool, collecting wood, collecting iron. Well, it's the tutorial, though. Like, obviously, you're not going to do that in your second and third day. Any game that has a tutorial that, you know, they want to say, look, you know, you got it. Here are all the various things you can do. Everyone's going to be doing them. And it does. It's a little chintzy. You know, there's fire. There's like 18 bonfires outside the village or whatever. Um, I don't feel unique at all in New World. Everyone can level every crafting profession ETC. I mean, I, I don't know. I That was one of the things I actually liked about it. I, I That's why I said it gives you a sense of investment mixed with freedom. As in, like, I don't have that paralyzation, that paralysis of, like, well, I don't know if I want to invest in this. What if I change my mind later and then I'm stuck? Like, no, you just would start using a spear, or if you want to start getting into the cooking and the crafting or the whatever, you can. It's always there. I actually like that that freedom. Don't take a chance sending your 3090 for safekeeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forums. Issues with the RTX 3090. Oh, I would be absolutely furious. 3090s don't have proper cooling for the memory modules on the back of the card. 
Hence why the cards overheat and crash. It's a design flaw. Yeah, this doesn't sound like it's a New World problem. It sounds like New World is poking an already shaky house of cards. I like that about it. I hated having to search in WoW chat for a leather worker or a mage or whatever. I like being able to do it all myself. I I, I 100% agree with that. You know what I mean? Please comment on Radical's love for Attack of the Clones. I request a demodding. She'll be punished. She that you can't. How on earth could anybody love that movie? Um, Mythrax submitted a question. Wait, what's going on with the questions? Did I not clear the question queue from yesterday? Oh, I didn't. Hang on a second. That's fine. I'll just scroll down there. Um, let me clear the ones. I should be able to do this. I should be able to delete these rows, uh, and then it should start giving people the proper. The next person that submits a question, it should work properly and give them the appropriate queue number. Um, So, I don't know if anybody else is submitting questions right now. We've got one question submitted from Mythrax. Um, Would make sense to have guild blacksmiths, woodworkers, but everyone in the guild can do everything. Well, I think what they're trying to do, Kale, and this might be one of the reasons you're just not going to get on board with the game, they're wanting it to be more approachable and accessible to people because they they don't want to do that. They they don't want to have a game where you feel like, as somebody said, you got to like hop in the chat and like go get somebody to do this thing for you. I think that people want to have a more approachable game, you know? I join a guild to tackle endgame content. I don't join a guild to have workers, raids, and stuff. And here's the thing, Kale. There's probably plenty of people, right? There's probably plenty of people that'll play that game, and they'll do just that. They'll be like, listen, guys, now that we're all in a company together, isn't that what they call them, a company? Now that we're all together, I'm going to take care of this. This guy's going to take care of that just to save you time. Because it's tedious. I mean, if you want to do everything yourself, wonderful. You can have that completionist sense of pride where you're literally doing all of it. But you could also organize with your buds and be like, no, you take care of all those things. You know, you you are our, our token, you know, woodworker or whatever. There is territory things going on with guilds, taxes, etc. It would make sense that you would only master a few professions and be friends with other guild crafters. Well, that's what I mean. I think you're going to get so far and you're going to find people that love to do X and you hate doing X and you've not invested in it, right? What's the point of leveling crafting when everyone's doing it? There's like a million of the same shields on the auction house already. I will say, I will say that the the in-game economy auction house does does cause concern. That's always concerning. Anytime I see something like that in a game, I'm like, this could go really south really fast, you know? You can still choose to not level something, having specific members do certain jobs. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the further you get in the game, don't you think that the things that you've been avoiding you're going to hope to find someone in your guild that hasn't been avoiding them. Like, let's say you haven't been making armor. You've just been buying it from people, right? That's just not something you were interested in doing. Well, then you can have your friend do it. You know, you can have somebody else do it. You know what I'm saying? 
YouTube up to its old tricks. I tried to make a comment, found that I was unsubscribed. There we go. Okay, so the queue has been reset. Thank you, Lathos, for your question. If you're a paying member and you want to submit questions this morning, get them in right now. You don't have to be a paying member to ask me a question in chat. You just have to be a paying member to use the question command. Um, I'm happy for people who like New World. I waited for two years, and it's not my game. I just wonder, Kale, if you're looking... Imagine two lines that are really close together, and over time, those lines would get farther and farther apart. You're looking way down here. Don't you think by the time you get really, really leveled and you've done lots of stuff, you'd be happy to have people in your guild that have invested in stuff that you have not invested in? I would imagine as time goes on, people are going to have to drill down on one or two particular things. And, and, and see, that's where the freedom comes in. If, if they want to drill down on literally everything, they can if they have the time to do it. But you could use your guild as a time saver. You could be like, I don't want to do any of that. I need you to make stuff for me or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think that I think you're you potentially jump into a jump into a conclusion maybe too early. I'm not going to try and convince you to play the game. I'm not going to try and convince you to play the game. It's still early. The end game could be terrible, right? I, I'm not saying this game is a full package. I'm just wondering if it's too early. There's way too much freedom with weapons, classes, and crafting. I don't feel unique at all. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like in the early game, everybody always looks the same. It was, it's that way. Everybody always has a lot of the same stuff in the early game. Maybe, maybe I'm not familiar enough with these types of games, but I don't know. It felt like this is a common thing. Oh, you like this color? There isn't enough character customization with no class design. I would be interested in how the skins were working, right? Because you can change you can change the skins on each individual piece. So you could make yourself look the way that you want. Now, if that's 100% microtransactions, I could understand be people being frustrated by that. But again, we may be looking too early in the game. What if later on you can invest time, money, and and effort into making yourself look dope? because you're going into, you know, using the skins. Players should have choices and be able to play exactly how they want to. It's a beta. We haven't seen a lot of progression yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, it might be too early. No, you're good, Mythrax. Your question is fine. I I left yours in there. There are 100% endgame sets from dungeon materials and drops. And that's where you're going to look unique, I would think, according to the in-game activity that you've invested in. Early game, everybody's running around looking like a Three Musketeers convention. I laughed about that yesterday, but we've also only been playing for an hour. How on earth is everyone going to look different in the first two hours? Everyone doing exactly the same quest in the same order in New World. Because it's a tutorial, Kale. It's a tutorial. That that's why that's happening. I feel like you're misdiagnosing. You are correct. Everyone looks the same. Diagnose why? The reason everybody looks the same is because you're in a tutorial and they're making sure you are doing and aware of all of their systems. Now, you get four or five hours in the game, and that's when you're going to depart from all of that. You're going to be setting off on your own, or 
doing something different. Even just yesterday, I was fishing, and then once I was done with the fishing quest, it wanted me to trudge two, 2,000 kilometers or meters or something all the way across the map. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... I, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not again, Kale, I'm not gonna sit here and try and convince you to play the game. I'm just worried maybe you jumped off the boat too soon. This beta is stress testing and it's essentially a tutorial. So everyone's gonna look the same, the loot pools are gonna be limited, the experience is gonna be very narrow, right? I'm comparing it to wow. So much variety in quests in the two thousand four game, so many different starting locations. As far as I could tell, that's the way this game is going to launch, Kale. Again, I think they've got us in a very limited starting point. It's a tutorial. I don't know. Everyone is working on the same thing. Everything on the market is the same. Everything is the same. It's been out for 24 hours. Didn't know you could skip to level 50. Well, I mean, I get what he's saying. He's saying there's no mob variety, class variety, or race variety, any variety in the world at all. Well, here's the thing, though. Class and race variety is not some... And you should have known this going into this, right? They said this was a classless game and that your weapon investment and mastery is what essentially determines your class. That's where the skills are. So there are no mages and healers, right? That's not in this game. They were very open about that early on. They said, look, it's a classless game. That's one of the things that they that, that a lot of people both liked and disliked. From the earliest of alphas, that was something that was put out. It was put out in front to say, listen, it's not going to be a traditional, you're picking a, a, a dark wood elf mage. Like, no, that's not it. It's so easy to level every weapon. No, it's not. You have to use the weapon to level it. I got my sword and shield leveled up very consistently. I unlocked cool abilities and cool powers and whatever. I started using a spear. It was weak as frick. I couldn't do anything with it because it was weak. My proficiency was weak. The spear was weak. I was like, oh, wow, if I really want to get some diversity here and have a sword and shield with the spear build, I'm going to have to go grind it out with this spear. And then there's like, what, like, I think there's 12 total weapon classes that you can master on that menu. It might not be 12. I feel like it's three rows of four. There's only six active skills per weapon, and you can have three. That's a really shallow system. You can only have three, but you can have two weapon sets active at any given time, which means you could you can always you can be rotating through this. I, here's the thing, Kale. This is not meant to be. I'm gonna say this right now. It's not meant to be a traditional MMO. It's meant to be a lot more accessible and approachable, and that may be what you're not liking. You're spot on. It is far too inefficient for the average player to level absolutely every profession. You're generally gonna pick one or two and master them. Right. Leveling shouldn't be a long process anyways. It's about the end game. Uh, I've worked in too many plants and factories. It's still heard the other word here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone looks the same as this Skyrim. <laughs> Let's move on from this negative Nancy. He's not a negative Nancy. He's providing a he's providing a counterpoint, which creates conversation. What do you want us all to sit here and hold hands and say the game is great? That's a boring show. I like Kale. He's been around a long time. I like when someone comes in and is willing to voice their opinion. 
And I gotta be honest, Kale, it sounds like you want a more traditional MMO, and you are probably correct in your summation. That's not what this game is. This game is the middle ground between an action-adventure game and an MMO. It's borrowing from both, right? Like, they've simplified, you are correct, they have simplified systems where you're hoping for a treasure trove of depth, they're, they've simplified those things. They want it to be a lot more approachable. I don't think they want this to be a traditional MMO. I like the system on paper. It's possible you'll like it maybe once you see somebody get all the way to the end game. I don't know. Most traditional MMOs from recent years are built around a theme park setup. These MMOs are not sandbox games by any means. The game's a huge example of what a sandbox is versus most others. What do you mean by theme park setup? I've never heard that analogy before. All MMOs, you just do the same quest everyone does. Sure, sure, sure. This is an MMO arc, pretty much. I Can you, can you get into building and stuff? Uh... Shaka's... Shaka Zulu, can you Shaka Zulu? Can you get into building? I know you're like chopping down trees and stuff, but I I don't think can you like build like a homestead? Is that in this game? It's really strange to be leveling uh, those criticisms less than twenty four hours in. Well, I think he's seeing the long term because you can go into the systems and see every skill tree, Eugene. It's not you see what I'm saying. He can look at every every weapon mastery and he can see the depth of the skill tree and what you can equip and what you can turn on. You can actually see pretty far under the hood of this game. If, you, if you've got the mind for it, like a traditional MMO fan, they start looking under the hood, they might conclude what Kale is saying. Like, ah, this seems kind of, this seems, uh, this seems less, this seems, I don't know what the word to use, uh, more generic. You know what I mean? Oh, you can buy a house. Oh, you can, you, so you can't build a house. You can buy a house and build furniture for it. Oh, dude, I'm freaking doing that. Oh, man, we're going to have episodes of this old house inside of New World. Oh, it's going to be great. Welcome to another episode of this old house. Today, I'm working on a rocking chair. I'm going to put it in the corner. No one can sit in it. <laughs> I need to stop talking about WoW getting the itch. Oh. In Valheim, I didn't have problems chopping trees for six hours because crafting in that game made sense. Okay. How, and crafting in this game doesn't make sense because you can... Because there's too much freedom in crafting? Is that what you're saying, Kale? When I look at this game, I yeah, I see a lot of ESO. I see a lot of ESO in this game. I think fans of ESO are going are gonna to probably enjoy this game now the combat they may find to be more actiony i think that you know how they fix the combat right now well at least for me and this is obviously me being selfish and extremely biased i think the combat i think they need to make it to where the the dodge right i think they need to make the dodge break animations right that's my biggest frustration with it. I feel like the dodge isn't disruptive enough. I should immediately be able to roll and get away. There's too much face tanking in the combat. 
You have to, like, learn their attack patterns. You're like, slice, slice, I know he's going to attack now, roll back. Which, maybe that's what they're going for. But if you want it to feel more like an interactive, weighty, sort of action game combat system, then you need to let me animation cancel with the roll. I need to be, like, swinging and be like, oh, crap, the wolf is about to bite, roll away. I think they need to let you do that, personally. Um... There is no point crafting millions of weapons. Every player is a crafter, so there's too much loot. With full loot, New World crafting would be much better, like Albion. Best combat experience in New World was that tutorial boss. The tutorial... Yeah, yeah, the tutorial boss was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. After that, it was just space tanking. Well, even he was kind of hard to get away from. I feel like they wanted him to do a bunch of damage to you. I thought it was a I thought it was a scripted fail. I couldn't get away. I couldn't roll far enough. A recent sandbox MMO, I can give an example of Crowfall, where most of everything in that game is directed by the player base and is basically a Game of Thrones PvP sandbox. Did you answer my theme park question? Um, yeah, what do you mean by theme park? I've not heard that analogy before, though, Proto. I would like to, I would use it if it, if it, if it, if it comes up and I like the analogy. I and many others have given them that feedback regarding cancel animation. They address it in an interview with Asmongold. Doesn't look like they want to change it. Well, frick, that probably has something to do with later combat. Yo, my man Kale renewing his membership. Welcome back in, Kale. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. If you guys want to support the stream with a paid membership, we have five tiers. Click the join button or use the join command. That gives you a whole host of features, like the question command. Nightbot grabs your question and we'll throw it on the screen. Uh, You also get increased access in the Discord. It is totally free to subscribe, so hit subscribe and the bell button, and that enables you to talk in chat, and then you don't miss my shows throughout the week Monday through Friday we do a talk show in the morning like this and gameplay in the afternoon we appreciate you being here let's shoot for 200 likes on the video we already have a strong start for the day appreciate you guys hanging out this morning um you could tell Lono liked the game because he didn't put on his mystery science theater hat that's right that's right Jaggy science mysteries theater I love that you butchered the name that that makes me smile <laughs> That's right. Zubair says similar things. He's like, if Lono gets quiet, it's probably a good game. (laughs) Dodging an MMO is never going to feel that good in situations where there are large amounts of players on the screen at one time. Even in a one-on-one face-off with enemies, I didn't like the lack of animation cancel. I just felt like I was face tanking. You got to learn. You have to learn the enemy's animations. Yo, what's good, Hilly? Star Wars The Old Republic is one of the best solo MMOs. I, I've, I've, I've heard that. I've, I've heard people give it that praise. You know. I have to... Um, let me go into studio mode. Let me get the rundown ready. I didn't, I didn't get... Um, well, New World Beta we can leave at the top. But the second topic um, is... Uh, skull, skull and Bones. And then the third topic is um sony netflix sony netflix deal there we go that way we're ready that way we're ready for uh q a once those questions because we're already getting questions rolling in 
I always thought theme park meant an RPG that has the same ride over and over again, just different theme on the same ride, like a Marvel roller coaster than a Jurassic Park roller coaster. Uh, theme park is a linear open experience that will tend to always hold the player's hand whether it's quests, dungeons, raids, story bits, etc i.e. like a ride at a theme park okay so there's very different ways to use that analogy because somebody else just thought oh it's when you re-ride the same ride over and over again you have to learn attack patterns I also think they should add animation cancel although it would reduce some buffs uh, of the rapier that's probably why they don't want to add an animation cancel. It might mess with cooldowns on attacks and stuff. What Skull and Bones problems made me think of Cody? <laughs> um, apparently, they're having all kind of development problems. Yeah, all kind of development problems. They can't. They, they're they're struggling basically. Uh, it's unfortunate. They are. Uh, they're dealing with. They're. They are dealing with basically what happened to Anthem and we're we're getting reports on it from from folks that are close to it and around it and it's concerning you know and uh, and also funny enough Skull and Bones is related to the Assassin's Creed Infinite announcement and I'll tell you why in a little bit here um, we do little short recordings throughout the stream and we uh, we already have enough questions to pull Q&A up on the up on the screen for you guys um Oh no, what happened? It's grabbing people's questions, but it's shoving down. Ref, 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 ref. I messed something up. Reference does not exist. Um, I messed something up on the spreadsheet. Um, yeah. I wonder, can I undo what I did? No, I can't undo what I did. I deleted... Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Upper ref? What the frick? Hang on. I think I know what to do. Why are they all showing test from me? That doesn't make any sense. It should be pulling from data... C4. Hmm. Uh. I don't know how I did that. I made. I made. Uh. I used to always be able to do that. I think I know what I did. Anyway, we'll get the questions pulled up in just a second. I just want to make sure that. Um. Why did that get through? Nightbot timed you out for five seconds. Oh, day one dot LOL. Okay. Um, quick, somebody stop him. He's messing with upper level programming. Yeah, I don't know why. It's 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 like shoving down the questions every time somebody submit one. I'm going to have to sit here and watch it to see. Um, I don't know how far. We, we have enough room for like hundreds of questions, so I can fix it after the fact. I think it was... Oh, 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 I know what it did. It, it won't shove your questions down. We're fine. I understand what happened. We're fine. Okay. So, Mythrax with the first question. I know it's an early stage for the game, but how would you describe the leveling process and the combat? This is a good question. Um, basically, the, the, the leveling is 
just do the thing and it levels. Like, if you want to level, like, your sword and your shield, you just use your sword and your shield. And the mastery... Uh, the mastery is is going up the entire time. So as the mastery goes up, you get more things that you can do when you're using a sword and shield, right? So I'll give you an example. I had my sword and shield mastery up, and I leveled to the point that I got a shield dash and a whirlwind blade, okay? Now, when I switched to a spear, the shield bash and the whirlwind blade went away. Okay, because I haven't, I don't have that when I'm using a spear. So the weapons themselves change your character's active skill tree, if that makes sense. So when my sword and my shield are out, I have a skill tree that I have invested in that has, for now, it has shield bash and it has whirlwind blade. And then there's other perks, passives, and things I get the more I use sword and shield. And then when I switch to spear, I don't have anything. So when you invest in that weapon mastery, you are investing in that weapon's entire skill tree. And in a moment of battle, you can have sword and shield out because you like whirlwind blade and shield bash, but then maybe you switch to spear because I don't actually know the skill tree on spear, so this is me making something up. Maybe you switch to spear because you want impaling pike and you want to have this move you can do with the spear because you know that it's good or whatever. So as soon as you get out the spear, your active abilities and your active skill tree switches to whatever's attached to the spear. Sounds like how ESO is? No, it's not like ESO. I my my active skill tree and abilities literally switches depending on what weapon is in my hand. It gives you a chance to try every weapon and then focus on the ones that you really like. Right. Obviously, you get to, what was it, level 5, where I could switch between two equipped weapons. Once you get to level 5, you want to make sure you're evenly distributing your usage, because if not, one weapon ends up kind of falling behind. And then you end up with, you know, you end up with a problem, essentially. You end up with a, with a, with a weapon that's dead in the water, and you, you, it, it doesn't have any abilities or anything... Uh, attached to it, so you gotta be ca- you gotta be careful with that. You gotta be careful because you're gonna end up with you'll end up with a weapon that you know don't, can't do anything. Basically, it's a looter shooter MMO RPG. It has elements of being like yeah, like a looter shooter MMO RPG. Oh, hang on a second. I want to make sure um, Dylan's question didn't get grabbed by Nightbot. I don't understand why. Is it just is Nightbot super delayed right now or did I break the thing? <sighs> Dylan's question is in chat. Was the question command shut off? No. Uh it should be working. I didn't do anything to the I didn't do anything to the to the sheet. <clears throat> I thought I did, but it's still working. People's questions are in here. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't understand. Yeah, Nightbot's not even responding to me. I put the word question, and he's not even saying anything. Um, let me check on it at the at the Nightbot level. Uh, you could tr- 
Yeah, it should be working just fine. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be playing more this afternoon. As much as it pained me to see your gripes and frustrations, that's going to be the most vetted MMO players that aren't survival mindseted. Taste always can be worked on. Um, no, the bomb dog's question got through. You're just gonna have to submit again. I don't, I don't know. Um, the yeah, the bomb dog's question got through. So Nightbot was just asleep at whatever you submitted your question. I don't know. Um, unless Gent submitted their question at the same time, I, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing evidence of that. Like sometimes, um, um. Uh, in 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 Discord, someone is submitting a question at the exact same time as as uh, as you, and so maybe Gent did that in the Discord, and I just didn't see it. I don't know. So there you go, there you go, Dylan. Your question got through now. Um, I tend to agree with what I think with like what what Proto is saying that this does seem to come down to like. If you are a more traditional MMO fan, you're probably going to feel like New World is a little too rudimentary or approachable or like whatever whatever word you want to use. You're going to be like, yeah, New World is too like and just fill in the blank. It's too amateur, too too novice, too whatever. And you're not trying to be Yeah, I thought your question was a while ago, gent. And I don't think you're trying to be dismissive or rude when you say that. I'm sure there will be people that will be rude and dismissive when they say that. But I think some I think some traditional MMO fans are going to take on that posture and that attitude. They're going to be like, "Yeah, this this game doesn't offer the depth or the what I was looking for in an MMO." If you come from World of Warcraft, if you come from, you know, the the ever quests in the world of Warcrafts of the world, uh, you're probably not going to see the 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 level of depth and rigidity that you want to see in a in a in an MMO. Um, I think this game should have come to consoles as well. Well, that's part of the challenge, beater, because you can't bring a game like this to console because it just isn't built for controller. There's too many things you have to do for them to bring it to controller. Now, if it's a giant commercial success, I could see them try to figure out how to do that because there is, I think there's enough of an arcade-ish approachable gameplay style, you know, system that they could potentially then give you that, that, that option. Like, hey, let's, let's cut it down and let's just do controller We'll do controller settings. We'll do this, this, this. I don't know though, dude. You go into the the, the keybinds menu, and you're gonna see very quickly. They're gonna. It's gonna be a challenge to bring this game to Pete to to console. It's gonna be a freaking challenge. I don't think it'll. I don't think they'll be able to do it personally. Um. The D pad and scroll wheels are your friend. Yeah, I mean, I got it working to where I had everything bound the way that I wanted, but even still, I you know, it was it it wasn't it wasn't exactly ideal, right? If Diablo 3 can be on controller, so can this. 
the, I don't know. I don't know how they would do it. They'd have to get really, really creative with holds. Because you, 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 you don't do as much in Diablo as you do in this. You know? Um, ESO and Final Fantasy have way more active buttons than New World, and it works really good on controller. Well, then I, I hope that that, I hope they can figure it out because man, oh man, I was, I was really, really wanting controller support. I was like, golly frick, this is kind of frustrating. Final Fantasy has massive controller support and that's a button fest. Next gen are so weak that they can't run it. I don't think that's the problem. There's no way. Apparently it's killing GPUs. No. 3090s have a heat problem and this is this is triggering the heat problem. The, uh, my system ran it just fine, no problem. I, I mean I didn't I didn't notice any degradation in performance like from heat or anything. Um Oh, you're being sarcastic, Gilly. I was like, oh, I, you never know these days, Gilly. Come on. <laughs> you never know these days, you know, uh, the, the, the way people are and the way they think. Um, you're probably better off using a keyboard. No, I was fine on controller. I only had to use the keyboard for, like, fishing. I didn't have to use a keyboard for... And then when I go into some of the menus and stuff, that's about it. Um... Neverwinter is smooth on console. Terra also on console. Right. I They must just not have been interested in it. You know, maybe they went with a, a base level MMO design kit and too much of it was built around, uh, you know, mouse and keyboard to where they were like, yeah, probably not. You know, they said consoles didn't figure into their planning because they didn't want to compromise on graphics. Well, and in, and in a year or two, they won't have to. Given everything you guys just said about how a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these games do just fine on console with controller, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this thing pulls a Black Desert online. Two years later, they'll push it to consoles because it'll be, if it's commercially successful for the next two years, they'll push it to next-gen consoles in two years. You won't be able to get it on old-gen, right? Yeah, in 2022 or 2023, no one's going to say, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe they're, you know, they're not putting it on old gen. Well, no one's going to say that in 2023. So I could see them pushing this to console in a couple of years. They get their footing, they get their, they get their monetization funnels set up. Uh, You know, it's, it's got potential to draw in a lot of people, right? One of the main reasons I think that they should be considering a long-term plan to get on console is because they've made it more approachable and more casual, which, no offense to console players, but that, that's where a lot of casual, more casual gamers hang out. That's not a slam. I mean, hardcore gamers have consoles and play games like ESO and Final Fantasy XIV for hundreds of hours a month. It's, it, it, but, so that's not to say that console gamers are automatically casual, but there's an awful lot of casual gamers on console. You know, I would play New World on PS5, but on my GTS 1060, it's rough and GPU prices are high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can just enable mouse and keyboard on console. Yeah, but you know, most people aren't doing that. Most people aren't doing that, you know. I'm a console player. I might be looking to get a PC sooner than plans now. To try this game really 
Me, for example, prefer controller. I just like controller over keyboard. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I don't like mouse and keyboard. I, 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 I do not like mouse and keyboard. I cut my teeth as a gamer on mouse and keyboard. Quake 2, Quake 3, Call of Duty, Unreal Tournament. Oh, yeah. And when I came back to mouse and keyboard, everybody was surprised how quickly I picked it up. I was like, brother, I was playing shooters with a mouse and keyboard when you were sucking your thumb. Like, I, 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 I was there when this genre and idea was born, okay? <laughs> but I don't like it. I do not like it. I do not like playing mouse and keyboard. I don't like being all up on the, ta- on the table. I like sitting back in my chair. You know, I, I embrace dad gaming. I do. I just fully embrace dad gaming. Casual, not interested in PvP, lounging back in my chair. Now, you know what I mean? Brother, I'm still sucking my thumb. I don't understand your dislike of mouse and keyboard. I have so many friends that swear by controller and I think they're nutty. It's just a preference thing, right? Think of how much you like mouse and keyboard and how you don't understand why somebody would like a controller, okay? Now imagine thinking the opposite. (laughs) That's how I feel. I'm like, I don't like mouse and keyboard. It's not comfortable. My arms are up on the desk. I gotta be up on, I gotta be up close to the monitor. I can sit back here, you know, and just do my thing. Pick up a little, take a little little sip of my drink and just keep going. I I don't know. You see what I'm saying? It's just a matter of like, it's just easy. You know? It's just easy. The first time I played Diablo with a controller, I was like, oh man, this was made to be on controller. (laughs) You know? It's like wondering why people like driving manual. Yeah. Uh, Some mouse and keyboard players think all high and mighty of themselves. I whoop with my controller. It depends on the game. In some games, you will get you'd get you'd get demolished if you were going controller against mouse and keyboard. You take the best controller player in the world in Fortnite, and you put them against the best mouse and keyboard player in the world, and it wouldn't even be a competition; it'd be a freaking joke. Um, it, they literally cannot do what the mouse and keyboard person can do. It's and it's a physical impossibility. I'm not slamming controller players. I am one. I'm just telling you. You take people of even skill. You take your best... Not even skill. You take your best controller player in Fortnite and you put them against your best mouse and keyboard player in the world, it would be a friggin' joke. You know what I mean? Say that to me in Valorant. You won't be able to keep up on controller or Tarkov. Yeah, you go into the right game and you're gonna get smoked. Anybody mouse and keyboard that's above average is gonna be a is gonna be a tough run. It's gonna be a tough run for you. You know they can just do a lot of things you can't do. I remember when I would play Fortnite with my brother and his and his sons. I could tell when I was playing against someone on controller. I mean, I would just dance circles around them. It was it was, it, and I'm not even that strong of a player in Fortnite. I was playing on a laptop with a crappy mouse, just running circles around people because you could just tell. That's not a slam. It's just a physical difference in the movement. It's it's a different tool, you know. I read they're going to bring con- controller support to New World on launch. No, 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 no. At launch, it will not have full controller support. It won't. That's you're misreading it. I misread it as well. 
It won't have full controller support at launch. It's a negative statement, not a positive. Um, controller would never even work for Tarkov. Yeah. Well, it's surprising it wouldn't work since most of that game is sitting around and hiding. Fortnite's hard. Mouse and keyboard can have keybinds for builds. Controller can't. The only chance uh, would be having like an elite controller with back pedals. There was a time where I would literally, I could literally crank a 90 and never touch my keyboard. I did everything with my mouse. I mean, I would move my character with my keyboard, but I wouldn't use my, I wouldn't use my keyboard at all. Controller support is planned for launch. Make sure you check our website for more information. Somebody put a statement in my in my Discord that said no, controller support is not planned for launch. I must have... How did I misread that? If I try to use a controller in Destiny, it feels like I'm moving through quicksand. Oh, man, that game was born on a controller, though. That was a great game. Thank you guys for 200 likes. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, 200 likes on the video, new subs, new members. Thanks for being here. If you want to submit a question and have it show up on the screen, that is a membership perk. But I try to respond to chat as much as possible. So if you become a sub, that's free. If you hit subscribe, you can talk in my chat. You can change your controller binds in Fortnite now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His point is is that you can just you can do so much more with a contr- with the mouse and keyboard. You're going to have, it's, there's no sense in debating it. You're not going to be able to keep up with the the world's best builder in Fortnite on, on mouse and keyboard. You are not going to keep up. You just aren't on a, on a, uh, on a controller. There's just no way. And I've seen some absolutely killer players on controller in Fortnite. I have like, they're, I've seen some absolutely killer players, but I'm telling you right now that you're never going to keep up. Not even remotely. Not even remotely. It's, it's, it, it's, uh, the closed beta trailer. Oh, let's use that. Let's use that. Uh, add bookmark. There we go. Let me, um, take away aim assist. There ain't no talk anymore. Oh my gosh, do you remember the Fortnite aim assist debate? It was so broken for the longest time, and people had the nerve to defend it. You would get absolutely laser beamed. It was like playing against an aimbot, and people were like, I thought mouse and keyboard was superior. I'm like, what do you mean? Just because I'm on a mouse and keyboard doesn't mean I can beat someone who gets to lock onto my head and shoot a laser beam. Like, oh, I was so frustrating. Time to kill in Fortnite was a disaster when that was going on. I remember once I like peeked my head over a box and it was like zip, 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 zip. And I was like, what? Like, what, what is going on? What is this? They, they, the aim assist was busted high. I remember that big debate. That was, that was so frustrating. There was a time where we were getting shot. We were like, we were like swooping. It was me and Braden. I remember we were swooping over these trees and you could literally see the bullets like following me like an aimbot. You could see the rigidity in it. You're like, that's not a person. That's an it's aim assist. It's it's it, it's awful in that game. I don't I don't know well, it was awful. I don't know if it still is. It was so bad. 
you would literally lose to a bot like just a terrible player that couldn't move to save their life but the minute they shot at you you died faster than if you played against a pro you were like what the heck was that <coughs> bird face you think the keyboard is your ally you only adopted the mouse and keyboard I was born in it that's right could you play this game solo Camille at this point it seems like the game is very much designed for you to run around on your own if you'd like I don't know what the end game looks like at all right you know I don't know counterpoint advantages of mouse and keyboard are hardware based advantages of controller is software based yeah I think that's an excellent counterpoint to what you're saying Eugene you're you're taking away a mechanical thing that I can do and learn and get good at and he's talking about taking away something that literally helps you hit your shots <laughs> like, like a software a piece of the software's code that like helps you hit your shots we talk about the game breaking 3090s yet so apparently 3090s have a heat problem already and this is just exacerbating the problem I, I don't necessarily think new world is out here bricking video cards you know Tap strafe, separate ADS speeds, ETC, they're great. If you lose to a dad on his couch playing on a TV, just hang it up. Oh, somebody saw that post on Reddit. Come on, Eugene. Don't be repackaging other people's material. (laughs) I saw that post on Reddit. It was really funny. Somebody, Somebody just smoked a guy on Twitter. The issue, though, is, Eugene, and I ran into this in Fortnite all the time, because people would be like, you have mouse and keyboard. You can you can build faster, move faster, do all these things faster than somebody on a controller. Why are you complaining about you know losing to somebody on a controller because of aim assist? And I'm like, because it changes time to kill. It's not a matter of like, oh, I lost to a dad in his in his basement den playing on a television. I should just hang it up. It's because it literally changes time to kill they hit more bullets in a period of time than a person could conceivably do on their own, and that was why it ruined it in Fortnite. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, yeah, I saw that creature. I'll, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how the indie does today, especially if we go over and give it velocity. We can't give something like that velocity because we recorded it and immediately threw it up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was better, people would use it. It would be meta. I I, I don't want to debate aim assist in Fortnite because there, there were videos that literally showed the absurdity about it. Like, I don't feel like debating that game. That's not what we're talking about this morning. There were videos that showed the absurdity of what it was doing to time to kill and disrupting a basic gunfight. There are there are seconds of time that you need to react when you're in a gunfight in Fortnite and the aim assist was ruining all of the timing and expectations. And so I there were there was there was plenty there was plenty of talk. Yeah, in general, I'm not taking aim at aim assist. Aim assist has to be in a healthy place. I brought up Fortnite specifically because aim assist was at such a busted level that you couldn't even get in a gunfight with somebody on controller like it just it threw everything off you know it just it just didn't work so you mentioned sony and netflix might be teaming up 
Yes, I'll be talking about that momentarily. That is a uh, that's one of our stories today. But first, first and foremost, let me let me give you let me give you my my first impressions of New World. Let's do this since that's what a lot of people are here for, and that's what we're discussing. Uh, let me let me break this down for you, um, because this is this is this is going to be a game that uh, we might potentially put some time into. And uh, I want to let you guys know what my thoughts are. I've got it broken down in the categories for you. If you if you've submitted a question, we're gonna go right back to Q and A in just a second. If you're not a member yet, consider becoming a member, uh, and then you can um, you can submit those questions, and Nightbot will grab them, and then they go on the form. Now I read chat no matter what. the 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 question command hits a spreadsheet. That's why we make you pay for a mem- Excuse me for a membership of it. So, where the frick is my mouse? Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This is going to be my first impressions of New World based on the closed beta experience that I had. I played for about three hours. If you like this video and all of my really short gaming news videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss out on my various uploads every day. Also, over at SNTR Presents, I live stream. So, I played this game and I was pretty apprehensive, okay? I'm be honest. I went into this game thinking I was worried. I was worried about the way they were promoting it. They were spending a lot of money with content creators, and I've seen that pattern before. So I did not go in on the hype train. I pre-ordered it myself. I'm not making. I'm not. I'm not even in a relationship with the developer. I'm not sponsored or anything. So I want to talk about the graphics, the combat, the accessibility, the content loop, and then lastly, the sense of investment mixed with freedom. So. First and foremost, the graphics. I think this is going to be one of the single strongest things in its corner, given that most traditional MMOs really lack in graphical polish and graphical fidelity. It's not something that they really focus on. It's not really something that is a centerpiece of the game. This game actually looks pretty good. It doesn't look amazing like if you're playing like a God of War or Horizon Forbidden West, and that's to be expected from the genre it's not a single player action adventure game but for an MMO it looks really nice it really does I think the graphics are going to be in its corner for most new players now a traditional MMO fan isn't necessarily concerned that much with graphics but that's related to this game's identity and target audience I don't necessarily think they're primarily targeting hardcore traditional MMO fans okay so graphics i think are in a great spot combat combat is like a mixture of elder scrolls online and an action adventure game you've got some pretty basic movement options and roles uh, as well as different attacks you can do and abilities you can do sort of on the fly and it gives it a more as described in a review that i read it has a weighty feel to it the combat doesn't feel like you're just standing there smashing macros and not really impacting the world you're stunning, you're dodging. It feels like sort of a middle ground between like a traditional MMO, ESO, and an action-adventure game. This also, I think, is in its corner. I think this is going to be one of the reasons that people who may have never really liked an MMO before end up liking this game. The graphics and the combat are going to make this game more accessible and approachable to non-MMO fans 
if you've never really played one or never really got into one. I could see a lot of ESO fans really getting into this game and digging it. This relates to the big point I want to talk about, accessibility. When it comes to MMOs, they tend to be a daunting and formidable foe. People are like, I'm not going to go in and play that game. It's going to require 16 hours a day. There's literally no way I'm going to be able to play that game. This is probably one of the most accessible MMOs I've ever seen and or played. And that also, I think, related to the combat and the graphics, is going to help a lot of people dive in and take a crack and enjoy their time with it. The accessibility is also related to the sense of freedom. There is this great sense of investment mixed with freedom. If you want to invest in a certain weapon mastery or crafting or cooking or whatever, you can. You don't have to rely on other players. You don't have to be in like a guild and find somebody who's making swords or find somebody who's really good at fishing. You can be the master of your domain and your destiny. You don't have to rely on those other people. Now, as things progress, you're probably going to want to be in a guild or with a company or with players that are going to help with those things because they've mastered them and you haven't. Because eventually, you're going to need to drill down on a handful of things. But that sense of freedom, if you want to literally do it all, is going to be good for more completionist-style players as well as players who tend to like to just go it alone. I think this game has a massive amount of potential. It's about a month away from its official launch. They could really learn some good things. There are some things I am concerned about. First and foremost, the internal sort of auction house uh, economy where you can go and make items and sell items for in-game currency. As long as this is managed well and it's purely for in-game currency, it should be okay, but those sort of things can become giant monsters that cannibalize the game, the experience, and the sense of progression. If you can just sort of cheese your way or you know buy your way through, that could become a problem. The lack of animation cancel in the combat can make it a little bit face tanky, so you really have to start memorizing attack patterns from enemies or it's going to feel clunky and kind of clumsy. That might end up being a negative for the game because, you know, more accessible, more non-traditional MMO fans aren't going to understand why they're taking so much damage or just getting hit in the face. It's like, well, I, I can't dodge. I can't get out of the way. That face tank sort of element to the combat they've spoken to, they're not going to look into doing the animation cancel. This is probably related to some of the late game combat and things you might be able to abuse if you could animation cancel. Overall, I think this game delivers what it promises. A fun, good-looking, and approachable MMO that people can dive into in about a month's time. Their day one patch will likely institute a lot of the feedback they continue to get. According to a lot of the people that play the alpha, this is leaps and bounds ahead of where the game was the last time they let people play it. So they are very much focused on putting in player feedback and making this a really good game. We'll continue to cover it, play it, and review it as it comes out. As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. We're not done, by the way. That's just a recording. If you're new, I record these little segments, and I send them over to another channel. It enables you to uh, to get lots of gaming news very, very quickly uh, and not necessarily have to be here for... Um, for the uh, for the live streams, uh, rumors of 3090 cards are burning out. It's issues from the latest driver. People should roll back their drivers. Um, 
Human fall flat when I jumped on the ship and caught the edge one-handed, managed to pull the vessel 90 degrees, causing it to sink in a matter of seconds. I did that on controller. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Master of your domain, I saw that Seinfeld episode. Look at you repackaging material. There's a big difference between me saying that, because I actually didn't even think of Seinfeld when I say it, and you literally ripping off the mouse and keyboard aim assist meme from Reddit that I literally saw last night. (laughs) This is what you were talking about with Fortnite. Fortnite pros complain about overpowered aid for controller players. Is that still going on? I thought they resolved that. Um... I think the lack of cancel animation has a lot to do with PvP. Oh, I didn't even consider the PvP aspect. You're probably right. You're probably right. They, there's elements to PvP where that could be abused. Yeah, yeah. Latho Stormcrow with the next question. Do you think New World would ever come to console if it takes off? And do you think it would be a good thing or a bad thing? I, I, I would think it'd be a good thing, you know. Oh, that's from last year. Yeah, it was a serious, it was a serious problem. Uh, the aim assist in Fortnite. I would. We, we talked about this a little bit ago. I could see them doing this if, if if this game is a huge commercial success. I could see them doing this in one to two years, and I would say it would be a good thing. Anytime you can add more players to your funnel and get more people playing, I mean that's that's good for the game. That's good for the company. Um, that that's good for everybody because that you know that's that's more money to the company. Um, that, that in general, I think is, is what these companies want. You know, you don't, (laughs) what's the point, what's the point of launching a game to be like, well, we don't want our, we don't want our game to grow. (laughs) We don't want our game to grow, you know? And, and, and Final Fantasy and ESO have proven that you can have an MMO on console and you can have an MMO on controller just fine. It just takes a matter, it's just a matter of time of doing it. If you want my honest opinion, more than likely, they didn't want to try to get this game to work on the old consoles. That's not me throwing shade at people who don't have a new console, but they didn't want to try to get this game to work on an old console. It's probably a nightmare. It's probably going to be a lot easier to port this game to the Series X and the PS5 because if this thing's causing issues, if this thing's causing issues with 30, you know, 3060s or 3090s, um... I, I would I would see that being like it's a pretty demanding game. Now it sounds like it's a driver issue with 3090s. It's not actually the game, you know, being insane. Does it have decent story content? I got an ESO and I could break up the grind with decent solo story questing, play like an Elder Scrolls game when MMO aspect was burning me out. I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot of story focus, no blue light moon. No. If NVIDIA's update ruins my card, are they going to replace my card? I don't know. I don't know. I thought I thought PCs, video cards, and systems had things in place to protect them from that happening. It should, should just shut down to keep it from overheating. Was the story in the beta compelling? I know you typically don't care much. Uh, for me, I need in the content loop to feel like I'm affecting a good story. The opening cutscene was actually pretty dope, I think. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't mind-blowing, but I I I thought it was fine. I, you know. Again, it, it I don't think that's what The main draw for a game like this, I don't think is is story. I don't think it's 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 cutscenes and all of that, but from what I saw, they were investing, you know, I would say 
pretty high production time and development time into making the story look look good um i don't know i i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel like the story was like a like an afterthought the opening cutscene it, it felt it felt like a triple a AAA games cutscene you know The, ga- the reports have said that they shut down the first time and then when trying to play the game a second time is when they get bricked. Probably the same with Star Wars The Old Republic, but after all the, uh, this time, you think they would have done that already. Yeah, I don't... So should I not update even with a 2060? Apparently this is happening with 3090s. I don't know. That seems strange. Why is the card not shutting down? Almost every electronic has that protection, not just PC components. Right. There's a lot of back-end lore and story to find and explore, but the story of your character is eh. Yeah. Yeah. Someone tell Robbie Rotten at EA to give us uh, Star Wars The Old Republic on next gen. What a waste. I At this point in time, I think a lot of these games just need to start building a brand new game and a brand new engine, and then in five or six years, we'll have some of the best MMOs and looter shooters in existence. I think people need to stop trying to rush to market. All these games try to rush to market. And I know that's not necessarily true for games like Anthem because they they piddled away four years of time and then rushed a game in 18 months that could have been amazing. Can you imagine if they would have spent five to six years actually working on it on Anthem? Like if the 18 months they worked on it would have been five years instead of 18 months, that game would have been incredible. That would have been incredible. I think a lot of these companies, whether it's a star, another Star Wars, you know, MMO or an RPG or a looter shooter, they need to dr- you know, drill down, build it in a new engine, and and do not rush to market. You know, and in five years, you know, twenty twenty six could literally be the golden era of looter shooters, RPGs, and MMOs because these companies drill down and make them great. You know. Somebody, somebody is going to take the crown of looter shooter because the longest standing looter shooter ain't that great and it ain't pulling in new people, right? It's, it's, it's slowly, slowly going to drift. It's always going to have these high points drift, high points drift, but slowly, but surely it's going to drift out to sea, right? And somebody's going to be able to take that crown, but it's going to take four or five years and actually a company that knows what they're doing and developing it, right? Star Wars The Old Republic expansion is dropping to celebrate the anniversary. Oh, really? I don't pay any attention to that game. I couldn't get into it. It just looked and felt too dated. It just has that has that MMO feel. I'm like, this just, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm that way with JRPGs. I play a JRPG for 20 minutes. And I'm like, I can't get into it. Now I played that one recently. Um what was it called? The Nexus one. Um Frick. <laughs> that one was good. I would have I would have played that game to completion. Scarlet Nexus. I said it before anybody typed it. Scarlet Nexus. I I enjoyed that game. I would have played that game to completion. I would have. I thought it was excellent. That was one of the first JRPGs I've ever enjoyed. It wasn't didn't feel as much like a JRPG. Now you have to button mash through the cutscenes, unless you're like a huge fan of the the, the, the scenes and the characters and the show elements. Um, 
so you know I, I just I could never get into the Star Wars Star Wars uh, the Old Republic and all that I couldn't do it. it I thought it looked terrible I was like this looks awful like it just it has that chintzy MMO feel it looks like I'm I feel like I'm playing a technical test graphically I'm like this looks bad like and I'm not knocking it but I don't know what if Bungie takes the crown with their new IP I don't think their new IP is going to be a looter I don't think they're going to try and they're not going to try and cannibalize Destiny and they're also not going to try and make another game and appeal to the Destiny audience I think they know that's a fool's errand um, I really think Anthem could have been the new king if the end game didn't fall on its face. The gameplay had the same secret sauce with the powers and flying, but the end game, yeah, yeah. Anthem, Anthem was basically, a- Anthem was a concept. Anthem was a concept, and if they would have spent five years on it, it would have been amazing. They basically launched a concept. It was like this is a great concept. The flying is cool. The javelins are fun. And the and the combat loop is uh is enjoyable, and that's all it was. That's it was a concept, and if they had to spend five years on it, it'd have been a it'd have been a killer game. And <clears throat> I'm hearing rumors that the 3090s are burning out in Fortnite too. Really think it's the drivers. Yeah, this is not a new world problem. It sounds like it's the drivers. Everybody updated their drivers because a new game was coming out. You know what I mean? Um. The point being, you know, Anthem aside, and Wheezy's hatred for it aside, (laughs) uh, somebody, somebody right now is working on the next king of looter shooters. Somebody's working on it. Somebody right now is working on the next king of MMOs. Somebody is working on it. Because the exodus from World of Warcraft into Final Fantasy and the rise, the rise of New World. New World's going to be a, a, a good game. It, you know, it'll be a good game for a while. I bet. I bet it. I bet it. I bet it gets close to the sun. You know, I don't think it's going to get too close to the sun and burn out. I think it's going to get up there, and I think it's going to do okay, sustain their player base, and be a commercial success, just based on what I've seen. You know, unless the game launches and is an, is an absolute disaster. Huh? You don't have enough. Need one more. That's right. That's right. And then I and then I'll have. Yeah, we have enough. That's for the guy we're supposed to mail it to. Yeah, and then we have those two extras in an emergency because we don't even know what's going on with that person. If they ever we ever find out what's going on with them, we'll send them two bags. <clears throat> I'm glad Anthem failed because at the end of the day, continually releasing broken products that get protected by the public is so disappointing. Well, I don't even think the public was protecting it. I think people just wanted the game to be good. You know? Will Ubisoft makes the next king? No. 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 You you know, the honest to goodness truth, you know who could do it? (sighs) I'll tell you who could do it, and I don't think they're going to be. They're not going. They're not going to because they're working on Diablo Four. But Blizzard could do it. If somebody were to launch a really, really good looter shooter or like an open world MMO looter shooter, it would be Blizzard. But they're they're working on they're working on Diablo Four. Though that team could do it. That's the team that could do it. They understand Endgame. They understand loot systems. 
they understand how to do it. The team that works on Diablo. I'm not saying like Blizzard, all of Blizzard. The, the team the team that's working on Diablo could do it. I think they could. I think they could make an absolutely king in the looter shooter game, in the in the looter shooter game world, right? But it, you would need those guys and they're working on Diablo 4. So not all of Blizzard. Hear me out here. Let me drill down and be specific. The team working on Diablo could make could make and wear the crown of best looter shooter. I think they could. So, but they're working on Diablo 4. So, um, if you just said Riot, sure. Riot, now you're talking. Blizzard, Omega, lol. Are you kidding me? Diablo 3? Diablo, the, the team that worked on Diablo 3 and Diablo 3's loot system could make one of the best looter shooters in existence. They could, they could easily do it. With you be working on Star Wars and Pandora, yeah, I mean, one of those could be killer. You know, I don't know. It's, I don't want to get into all the politics of like they're gonna, their owners would ruin it and put in microtransactions. You know what I mean? How many of those people are still there? Oh, I don't know. What you, so what you think Diablo 4 is going to be terrible then? Because if they're not there anymore and you guys think that they've been hollowed out and it's the shell of what it used to be, then Diablo 4 is going to be awful. Yeah, I liked New World. We're playing more today. Um, Heartless One, good morning. If anyone's looking for an Xbox Series S, check your local Walmart. The store I'm working at just had five shipped yesterday. Really? The shooter is the important part. I mean, shooting feels amazing in Overwatch. Uh, they could make a good one. They could make a good one. Blizzard has had a literal mass exodus of their best people. I've not been following it, Wheezy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Diablo 4 will be a top seller. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Doesn't Blizzard Activision also own Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios? They could make a looter shooter and have some Diablo devs help them. Yeah, I mean, if Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios brought everything they learned from Destiny and poured it into a looter shooter, they could make a killer game too, 100%. Because they they would know all of the pitfalls and all the things that worked in Destiny, you know. Um, Supposedly, this is a Blizzard leak about... um, Hang on about the current state of WoW. It may not be legit, but the attitude described about monetization and how the devs view gamers and the hate of streamers is true overall in AAA dev. Oh, I believe that AAA devs hate streamers, man. One one pompous jerk of a streamer can hurt your game with one stream. You know what I mean? All he's gotta do is boot up the stream be like, this game sucks. <laughs> That's all it takes. You know? Do they know how to make a shooter, though? They know how to build on a shooter, but actually make one. Well, yeah, I was saying they could understand the internal loot systems. As far as making a really, really good shooter, maybe they would need to lean on somebody else. You know, the team that built Overwatch or something. You know, because I think Overwatch, the shooting in that game feels really, really good. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic for Diablo. Well, now you guys have got me all scared about Diablo. I didn't know about any of this. I didn't know Blizzard was, like, fracturing from the inside out. I didn't know that. I don't have high hopes because Blizzard for the past six years has gone downhill. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
Did you play the last Star Wars game? I think Respawn, if given the chance, could make something to compete uh, for the crown. You talking about? Um, you talking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order? That's like one of my favorite games of the last couple of years. UB have the technical ability to make a great looter. Division two got close to being a great looter. Here's the biggest challenge to making a looter shooter. It's not the first 20 hours of gameplay. It's the back 2000. That's the challenge. That's it. You can make, right now, a company could invest four years into making a looter shooter, and the first 20 hours could be fantastic. And they'd make a bunch of money, and they'd be a great commercial success. It's the back 2,000 hours that nobody can figure out. And don't tell me Destiny's figured it out, because it hasn't. No. They've not figured out. Their back 2,000 is, is, is so much copypasta. There's no. Nobody's figured it out yet. Everybody can figure out the first 20. Nobody can figure out the back 2,000. And the loot system brought to Diablo 3 is the only way to do it. I think that's the only way to do it. I cannot. I cannot see. Yeah, if Destiny didn't feel the way that it does, if Destiny was not a five-star shooter, like literally the best hotel in town, right? The room service is garbage, but it's the best hotel in town. They're a five-star shooter. That's the only reason that game is still alive today. If it was a mediocre shooter, we wouldn't even be talking about it. I probably wouldn't even been a streamer because it wouldn't have been a successful enough game to, 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 to help me launch into broadcasting. You, so few games can figure... Nobody can figure it out. And look how long it took Diablo to figure it out. It took Diablo, what, a decade to figure out endgame loot systems that have elasticity and longevity? It, it literally took them a decade to figure it out. I'm telling you right now, if somebody, somewhere, some genius crack squad could figure out how to make a game feel as good as Destiny and have the loot system of Diablo, not identical, but like the ongoing loot system, because they brought that seasonal system to No Man's Sky, okay? It, it, it would be king. It would be king. There's got to be somebody somewhere working on a looter that's going to step onto the battlefield and be like, we can survive the oncoming war. We can do it. You know, so few games can. Plenty of games figure out one side but fumble the other. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That was like, was that you? Who said that the other day, Eugene? It was like, Anthem had the core gameplay and no game. It didn't have a game. And Cyberpunk has all the parts of the game, but there's no there's no centralizing core gameplay to unify it all. I thought that was like such a good, like a, such a good comparison. I was like, oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's, nobody's figured it out yet. Nobody. Or you can be Outriders and fumble both. <laughs> they were, man, I, they, they were so, oh, they were so close. You know what Outriders felt like to me, Eugene? It was like every department was trying to hit above its weight class, you know? 
sound department, movement department, combat department, loot department, all of it. Everybody was trying to hit above their weight class. It was like, yeah, this is like an indie arcade game, and you guys are trying to hit above your weight class. This isn't working. Sound is terrible. Combat's mediocre. The loot system's, like, okay. And then the skill trees? What the frick? I spent a month in Div 2 and never touched it again. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you got you got the first 100 hours, and then the back 2,000. Nothing. Couldn't go back. Just couldn't figure it out. They were close in the loot. I'm hearing legendaries are actually dropping now and the game is more stable. Do you want to know the biggest challenge for a loot-based game? Do you want to know what it is? As soon as you get the loot right, no one freaking cares. No one cares. If Anthem would have suddenly got the loot right and been like, hey, we got generosity, internal systems, uh, the perks, the, the grind, the loop, we've got it, we've nailed it. You know what people would say? Who gives a frick? It's been t- it, it's too late. No one cares. That's why I always said the only hope for that game was to reset itself entirely, make it free and 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 hype it hype it up. That's the only way you were going to get people to come back. It's too late. If Division 2 a month later or Anthem a month later or in this case Outriders months later suddenly gets the loot system right, no one cares anymore. It's like I don't care. I've 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 been and done. I've seen and heard. I don't care. Well, you finally got loot right in your looter shooter. You can't. You gonna have any dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour? You know. You gonna have any loot in your loot-based game? It's too late. It's too late. And this, I think is the greatest challenge of all is most successful loot systems and ongoing looter games they arrive there they don't start there destiny for all intents and purposes has figured out how to keep their game going look how long it freaking took the game launched like seven years ago and they're just now to a place where they know confidently how to get a season out how to keep the player base going and how to and how to keep people you know interested and invested it took them seven years they didn't arrive there their game was awful in the first cup the first year was terrible it was too good to put down the the, the secret sauce the destiny gameplay voodoo was too good to put down so people kept coming back nothing to do but collect relic iron on Mars but it didn't matter. That gameplay loop voodoo of popping heads on Mars and the steam coming out of the cabal, right? Or running loops on the ember caves and hitting those vandals' heads off. Gameplay loop voodoo is the only reason that game is still alive. Their loot systems, their DLC systems, their depth, (laughs) garbage. It was garbage. Garbage! It was awful! Took them seven years to figure out how to consistently give you things to chase and things to do. And nobody else has figured it out. Nobody. I'm telling you, if somebody, if, if you if you basically took a crack squad team, a really good development team, and you studied 
the hooks and the and the feel that makes Destiny so good, and you studied all of their seasonal structures and loot structures and longevity and updates, and you'd study all of that, you could make literally one of the greatest games ever. But like, who's gonna do that? Who's gonna do that? Destiny borrowed from casino techniques of hooking customers. Oh yeah. They had a behavioral brain science guy in their testing department. What was his name? Like John Hobson or something? He oversaw their game testing. He he has a he's got like a PhD in behavioral brain science. Who the frick does that when they're making a game? Bungie did. And that guy's research and that guy's input into their game when it was in its earlier st- earliest stages of testing is still paying dividends for that company. <laughs> uh, next question from Silent Warrior. Do you keep your beta progress for game launch? No, you do not. You do not keep your uh, game progress. Do you see this game as a complete MMO? i.e. solo content, group dungeons, raids, longevity, and just overall game experience. I see this as being... It's not MMO light. It's certainly not MMO light. Let's say there's three stage... There's three grades that you can give an MMO. There's... Um... There's a square, there's a triangle, and there's a circle. Right? And the square is the strongest and the hardest and the most rigid. It's a square. Bam! World of Warcraft. It's 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 not smooth around the edges at all. Right? It's not. It's <laughs> like, this is the game. Take it or leave it. And then you have MMO light games that are like, it's like a circle. Super smooth, super accessible, super easy to get into. Right? And they're MMO light. This is somewhere in between. This is somewhere in between. It's not rigid like a square. It's not soft like a circle. Like, it's somewhere in the middle. It's an MMO, but it's not this rigid take-it-or-leave-it MMO, and it certainly is not an MMO-light, like, arcade game. Because the average person's going to look at this game and play and be like, holy moly, there is so much here. But an EverQuest fan or a World of Warcraft fan is like, this is a freaking, this is easy. There's nothing here. I didn't have to spend my first day reading 18 different screens and getting out an abacus to like, you know, measure my time investment predictions of like what I want to focus on first. It, it's somewhere in the middle. It's a parallelogram. No, it's, it's like a circle with, it's like, it's like a circle in a square hybrid, you know, imagine half of the, half of the shape is a square and half of the shape is a circle. That's kind of what this game is. There's elements of the game that are smooth. There are elements of the games that are that are going to feel rigid. It just depends on where you approach the shape from. If you approach the shape from the side that's a circle, you're going to be like, this is too smooth, this is too easy, there's no roughness, no rigidity, no nothing. This doesn't feel like an MMO. If you approach it from another side, you're going to be like, this game is too rigid and, and, too, and too rough. I, I can't get into it. It's too hard to get into. There's too many screens, too many menus, too many systems to learn, right? It all depends on how you approach it. This morning, Kale was here. He might still be here. You clearly could see what side he was approaching from. He was approaching from World of Warcraft, traditional MMO, and he was like, this is too simplistic. This is just too simplistic. 
And there are other people who approach it and they're like, yeah, the combat's kind of chintzy, it doesn't feel that nice, you know, and, and they don't appreciate the MMO elements of it. They don't appreciate it. So whatever side you approach this from, you're going to sense those things more because of who you are and your and your game experience, you know. This is my favorite place on Reddit. Um, Anthem update. Anthem is ceasing development. Say to the subreddit. Been gathering dust since before the cancellation of time. Oh, that's sad. Menagerie was the best activity in Destiny. Changed my mind. And now every season is diet menagerie. Well, no. 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 It's even simpler than that, Ashen. Everything... Everything in Destiny is a strike. Everything. (laughs) Everything is a strike. Whether it's a strike or the menagerie or, you know, the, the infinite forest or the, what was the, what was the one with the, the, the thing that you did with Osiris? What was that called? Uh, frick it. I forget that one. Where you could get the weapons at the end from the little from the little fast food terminal. Um, everything is a strike. Everything. The only thing that's not a strike, yeah, battlegrounds. It's a strike. Sundial. It's a strike. It, it's all. Everything is a strike. The only thing that's not a strike is a, is a raid or PvP, right? Everything is a strike. If you, I'm serious. I'm serious. This isn't, this isn't Lono got banned from Destiny Shade. Every single thing in Destiny is a strike. Remember how I said Destiny is Mexican food? Right? Have you, have you ever heard Jim Gaffigan's bit on Mexican food? They're like, what's a quesadilla? He's like, it's tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. What's a taco? It's a tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. You know, what's a burrito? It's a, it's a fajita with meat, cheese, or vegetables. He, he talks about how like Mexican food is all the same it's just prepared differently you just take a tortilla you take meat, cheese, and vegetables and you just prepare it differently whether it's a fajita a burrito or a taco it's the same basic ingredients right I can take the same basic ingredients and give you a quesadilla a fajita and a taco and they all taste marginally different but they look different and people oh I love tacos right destiny is Mexican food everything is a strike Everything is start here, shoot some ads, go forward, shoot some more ads, satisfy a minor mechanic, go forward, couple more ads and majors, satisfy another mi- minor mechanic, and now go kill the boss. Even their new lost sectors, even their new lost sectors are strikes. Everything in Destiny is a strike, with the exception of raids and, and PvP. It, that, that's all it is. Destiny is Mexican food. That's not a slam, by the way. Do you want to know why Mexican food is so popular? Because it's good. <laughs> it's good. Everybody, everybody wants to go get some tacos. Everybody wants to go get some burritos or some, some fajitas or quesadillas, right? And so the minute you zoom out and see that, the minute you see they've mastered the art of just copy paste copy paste copy paste copy paste that's what people are like 
this feels a lot like the menagerie this feels a lot like sundial it's because they're all strikes they just stopped calling them that because if every season they were like we have three or four new strikes you'd be like this is garbage why why i don't want more i'm sick of strikes but if you call it a if you call it a was sundial well now it's not a strike it's all the pieces of a strike just in different order you know Fallen Order 2 is coming I think we already kind of knew that they set it up for a sequel at the end you know what I mean raids are really just glorified strikes taken to their max potential truth also because we stopped getting new strikes yeah, do you ever wonder why you stop getting strikes in Destiny? Because the strikes are the content. The 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 infinite forest. It's just a bunch of pieces from a strike and you just but Well, that, they didn't really use that as an activity. That was actually in most of the stri- that was in like two different strikes, wasn't it? Yeah, dungeons dungeons are some of the best content they make. The teams that work on the dungeons, I think make make better content than the raids recently. I think their dungeons are their best content. The team that works on the dungeons, I think those guys, I think those guys make the best content. I think the raid team lost its way. Raid team's difficulty philosophy is literal garbage. They haven't they haven't been at their pinnacle since King's Fall and Wrath. Ghost of Tsushima uh, trailer just dropped. Um, for what the director's cut? I'm assuming it's probably just for the director's cut. They're just trying to press it again. Yo, it's good more bacon. <clears throat> Desi's figured out the shooting and in some aspects the movement, but you're right. They just repackage those mechanics and the content. It's exhausting. Y- you're not burned out by Destiny because you play too much. You're burned out because the mirage is fading and you're like, I've done this before. Right? I've done this before. You're not burned out on your favorite restaurant after five or six years. You're like, well, I always come here and get the same thing. It doesn't quite taste as good as it used to. They changed something. My, th- there's a pizza place around the corner from my parents' house, and when they changed the recipe, recipe wasn't quite right anymore. It wasn't worth getting. Why? We've had it so many times, we sense when the, when the, when the recipe's not quite right. You know? And so you boot up battlegrounds you're like this isn't so bad and then their new then another seasonal activity rolls around and you're like wow this isn't very good well the recipe's not quite right doesn't have quite the same punch anymore <clears throat> i like taco bell getting rid of the good stuff on the it's like taco bell getting rid of the good stuff on the value meal right now keep in mind everything i just said is not an attempt to slam the game it works it works they take a format and they just plug it in they plug it in I've been reading Redwall to my kids and I can sense how the author he got formulaic I sense what he does every time introduces a character introduces someone that is is after them or has done something to them create the tension create the create the storyline and then cast them into parts of the world that will eventually intersect in a battle 
Like, Red Wall books have a very formulaic approach. Why? Well, because the author knew how to write a great story and create great characters with great backstory, and then he applies the formula. And the guy made, you know, millions, and he's, I don't know, I don't know, very prolific writer. What, 20 something books? It works. And all it's going to take, I, I, that's what I'm saying, there's got to be somebody somewhere working on a looter shooter, working on an MMO that that is potentially going to gonna become, I, you're never going to unseat, this will kill Destiny, that's stupid, Not, nothing is going to do that, that's a, that's a waste of time, but there could be another crown, there could be another crowned, you know, victor. Or another another big big game. It could be another big big game to enter to enter the field. You know. Hey guys, we haven't hit. Oh, we just hit 300 likes. Thanks for 300 likes on the video. Thank you to all of the new subscribers, and thank you to everybody who has submitted questions this morning. Let's take another one from ADJC. Why do you think an auction house would be bad? Do they have a blacksmith class in Final Fantasy 14? The auction house rises and lowers depending on the item and the rarity. I don't think it it's going to be bad. I think it's risky. Anytime you create an internal store driven by um, driven by the community, it's just fraught with risk, right? Just fraught with risk. Could go in a bad direction. Blacksmith class, not really. There's just you can invest in in blacksmithing and level it up and get better and better and better. You know what I mean? All I ever hear is how you guys hate Destiny and hope is dead and blah blah blah. Then you log in and Luke Smith literally craps in your face and FOMO'd your subclass in 2024. <laughs> uh, Destiny is nothing more than just repeat ideas. We've had the same seasonal vendor formula for a year and a half now. The 3x8 upgrade uh, path has been used to death. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 when it was the, what was it? It was the bunkers, then it was like the, the umbral focusing place, all that. Yeah. The three by, yeah. I, 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 every season I saw that, I was like, oh, this again? Yeah. I didn't like it. I hated that. It was like, here we go. I got three lanes. I got eight upgrades per lane. I don't know what any of this freaking means right now. Uh, none of it makes any sense. You're going to cap my progression so I can't max these out right away. They'll be maxed out in a month. By the time they're maxed out, I'll probably have the guns I want anyway. <laughs> you know? Do you remember? Like, when they first introduced the obelisks, it was perfect because you could max them out in like two to three weeks and then get to work. Now it's like, by the time you get the dadgum thing maxed out, you're like, I already have the guns I want. It's been a month. <laughs> it's been It's been five weeks, you know? <laughs> it's been five weeks. I got a great drop my second week in. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care anymore. You know, what's it take to focus a gun? What? Six hours of work for one chance? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know? <sighs> Bunkers, umbrals, varics, war table, now the gauntlet. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't miss it. I miss, I miss the story. I liked what they were doing with the story, and I miss playing it and 
and and memeing it and laughing with you guys. There are elements of the game that I miss, but when I start thinking about some of the stuff we just talked about, I'm like, I don't miss that crap at all. You know? Gent asked a question here. They talked about how we can buy houses in the game. Do you think that they will have it where we will be able to make our furniture, or will it be a system to buy the furniture for the house? Well, it seems that if you want to buy anything, it's completely sourced by the community. So, like, if you want to become, like, a furniture salesman, you can. (laughs) If you want to become a furniture salesman, you can. You can just, like, make chairs, you know? Make really good chairs and sell them in the the marketplace, you know? See, that's one of the things that could be good related to the last question from ADJC about the auction house. Um, You know... If you want to become Bob Vila of New World, do it and see how much money you can make. Now, I'm curious if they put NFTs in the game because that's that's become like a huge, huge thing now. You know, you create content that then they use and sell. Um, I could see Lono in the game as a furniture salesman. That's right. Come on down to Rocking Chairs Emporium. We got all your rocking chairs ready for your house. I don't know what accent this is, but I just went with it. Don't a major, don't uh, all major games suffer from the same issue? Games like Call of Duty, FIFA, Madden, and World of War have been following the same DLC content cycle for years now. Oh no, right, yes. Of course. Of course. It's, that's why I said this isn't shade, they just have figured it out. They figured out how to basically give you a taco in January and a burrito in the summer and, and and most people don't catch on to the fact that it's the same dadgum ingredients you buy season of the taco and then you buy season of the burrito and then you buy season of the quesadilla and it's basically the same ingredients prepared differently and you keep on eating it why? because it tastes good I wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't shade it was this is just a facts you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be playing New World this afternoon, Proto. If you guys are newer to my format and my streams, I do a four-hour stream in the mornings, and it's a talk show. You're in that talk show right now. If you like gaming news, back and forth, lively debates, make sure you're here. I'm like gaming radio. You can throw me on in the background Monday through Friday. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster, so people can put me on in confidence. And then in the afternoons, we do gameplay. So make sure and hit the subscribe button. It's totally free to subscribe to my channel. And then you can talk in my chat. You can set that bell button to all. You'll never miss my streams. Okay. And, and we do gameplay in the afternoons. If you want to submit a question, uh, you can become a member. Click that join button or the join command. We need people to wear out that join button. You know, get those badges and emotes in chat and get those questions in and get in our discord. Right. I know who Bob Vila is. (laughs) Stop it with the Mexican food analogy. You're making me hungry. Sorry. Um, It's so obvious that if they just mixed up with three different ideas, it would save on the burnout. But they ride each idea until it's in the dirt, and they wonder why people complain. Well, they don't ride it until it's in the dirt. They ride it because of parallel development. So they take a good idea and they go tell three teams to build that idea. And then you experience that idea in the present and then in the next and then in the next and the next and the next and the next. Why? Well, because they took three teams, three or four teams, and they said, use this idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is a great idea. And 13 months later, you're like, for frick's sake, like, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, 
they didn't know that you were going to get sick of it because when they were designing it, it was being praised. Case in point, the Menagerie has influenced the entire game. The Menagerie was praised as one of the greatest pieces of PvE content, and now it's basically everywhere. Leveling the Chalice, that's everywhere. That's your that's your bunkers, that's your Ferrix, that's your that's your whatever, your helm table. Okay? So the chalice is everywhere now. Why? Because we praise the ever-loving frick out of it. The menagerie gameplay loop. It's everywhere now. Why? Because we praise the frick out of it. And they took that blueprint and they said, use this, use this, use this. And all the seasonal teams said, okay, boss. And 13 months later, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't take it anymore. Well, it's... It's one of those things where it's like, you can't really fault them for doing that. Is it wrong to say that the, the player base praised this? Let's do more of that, right? The player base chided us for, you know, Gambit or what, uh, what, was, what, was, the, what was the one that was so bad? Um, oh, I've not played the game in so long. I can't even remember the, the, the titles of the content. Uh, the the one where you're on the bridge and it's in the nine areas and everyone hated it and it was tied to Gambit and the Gambit weapons. Like, everyone hated that. Well, they're never going to do that ever again. Reckoning, thank you. Well, you see what I'm saying? You can't, how can you fault them for doing that? That's, That's just being an intelligent developer. But what ends up happening is after 13 months of it, you're like, I don't want to touch another stupid table person NPC update. I don't want to go to the tower one more time for one more reward. You just get sick of it. And they're like, well, shoot, we put all that in motion 14 months ago. You know? Tom Clancy's mashup Game Elite Squad is shutting down. Well, that's not surprising. They're, they're wanting to push everybody to X-Defiant. <laughs> they want to push everybody over to X-Defiant. <laughs> I'm sorry. That game has promise. It, it might actually be okay, but that name, oh my, oh my word. They might actually, they might actually pull that game off. I, I seriously think that game is going to surprise people. I'm serious. It look it looks like it looks like a limping horse right out of the gate. You're like this thing is gonna fall. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I I for some reason I have this weird feeling like it's gonna be that it's gonna be that bizarre that bizarre hit that no one understands why. I don't know. I'm not telling you it's gonna be a hit. I just have a weird feeling that 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 somehow that game is gonna pull it off. Despite everyone, despite everyone's hate, everyone, everyone's hate. What? What was the, the? Somebody left a comment on my YouTube, and I la- I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud at their comment. It was the way they wrote it. I was telling this to Creature the other night. I was like, when people write a comment and you can tell they're so angry right here. This is this is the comment. Lord have mercy. What an absolute trash game that literally no one asked for. <laughs> oh, oh man. Alarian, if you're here, that comment came from Alarian. Lord have mercy, what an absolute trash game that literally no one asked for. 
said that and I was like, I I laughed out loud. You could just hear <laughs> You could just hear the disgust. <laughs> They're just They are disgusted. They're like, this is tread What is this? Why <laughs> Why did you make this? Oh man. <laughs> Creature read one to me when I was on the phone with him. Somebody left a comment on our shorts channel about that game. Oh, he and I had a belly laugh about it. We were roaring. We were roaring. People were so mad. They're like, this is tr- this is trash. Let me see if I can find the one. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the comment on the shorts channel. That's my favorite. I love when people just get so angry. They're like, this is garbage. <laughs> like settle down hombre it's just a video game where's the comment i can't see it did we hide the comment oh man it might did you delete it or hide it oh man lord have mercy what an absolute trash of a game that no one asked for Oh, man. It's like, they're offended. They watched it, and they're offended. They're like, I can't believe that you put this in front of me, you know? They're just insulted. They're incensed. Oh, gosh. If I'm telling you, if you, if you can get to a point where you laugh at that, I dumped it because of all the profanity. Okay, yeah. He read it to me, and I cried. We, we were crying laughing. Oh, man. Oh, it is good. It is good. Now, even though everybody hates it, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, that game will will survive and flourish under the burning sun of people's hate. It'll be like, you ever watch those nature documentaries and they're like, out in the desert, the weather is perilous and there is no water and almost no vegetation. But one little creature has made it its home. And this little teeny like mouse's head like pops out of the sand. It's like, whip. And they're like, somehow, despite all of the odds, this little fella has survived a millennia. And you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's X Defiant. X Defiant, despite all odds, the hate, the hateful burning sun of the gaming community. That thing is going to flourish. <laughs> Everyone's making fun of the name. They're memeing it. They say it looks like trash. Call of Duty wannabe. And then they're all going to play it. <laughs> Look, this game's not bad. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I'm going to try to go pro and X Defiant because of all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and go pro. I, I think I have a shot. <laughs> uh, I may even throw them 20 in micros, then post on social media to track some vitriol. I'm going to try it, and I bet I get a solid week from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a question from Dog. He says, with the Sony Netflix deal... Is this another failed attempt in the making at game cloud streaming service like Stadia? Well, let me tell you about it because this we cover a lot of gaming news here. And if you've got questions about New World, get those submitted uh, in the chat, and then and I'll and I'll take them for you. Uh, and but we're also covering the fact that there was 
there was a Sony Netflix deal that is that has been rumored uh, to be coming out, and uh, and we want to make sure and cover this. We also are covering. Uh, what was the other thing we're covering today? I forget. I just took it off my screen. Uh, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones is being compared uh, to uh, to Anthem, and I'm going to tell you about it in just a second. Why is Skull and Bones being compared to Anthem, and what's going on with this Sony Netflix deal? Give me one second. I'll be right back. Get your questions submitted and more New World coming up. The X-Defiant video has 8,000 dislikes and only 5,000 likes. Oof. Just watched a new trailer for Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Definitely buying that day one. Yeah, I cannot wait to play that game some more with you guys and uh, and get close to the end. I also can't wait to... Uh, I also can't wait to, to dive into the new content, you know? Um... The Sony Netflix deal even gaming related or is a production distribution deal? Well, let me let me read through the report for you. All right. Um, uh, I usually just take a 
I usually just do something like that for these stories uh, when it's about Netflix. Because um, th- this one to me, we're couching this as Sony is trying to compete with Game Pass is, is how we're looking at this. Um, and, the, you know, the the announcement hasn't even happened yet. This is based on like a, a data mine from the app or something. You know what I mean? Bring Ghost to PC. I feel like it's going to happen. We'll get back to Q&A in just a second and more New World discussion if that's what you're here for. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about the Sony Netflix deal that has been rumored and why we think this is Sony's attempt to compete with Game Pass. If you're watching this on my shorts channel, hit subscribe and the bell button for a consistent stream of uploads of gaming news or check out SNTR Presents, which is my daily live stream. So IGN reported on this and they were quoting a report from VGC where a data miner named Steve Moser appears to have uncovered PlayStation brand imagery and content in the Netflix app code. Moser shared the information via a tweet, including images of both the Ghost of Tsushima box art and some PS5 controllers. It's unclear exactly what this means for Netflix, but if there is a burgeoning partnership between Netflix and PlayStation, it could see Ghost of Tsushima content come to the live streaming service in some form. Now, I would love this to be a TV series if they could do it right to like coincide with the game because those are real actors and real people that are in Ghost of Tsushima. It could be an incredible series uh, as popular as uh, some of the series and, and kung fu movies and anime are on Netflix. That could be the route that they're taking. Now, some people think this is the beginnings of a Sony-Netflix relationship to compete with Game Pass. Microsoft continues to deliver what they're sort of seeing as a full-service suite of things for you as someone who's on their platform. They're even in talks about Game Pass becoming the main thing that they offer and Xbox Live Gold going away. Now, Sony tested in the Dutch market that video pass that we covered a couple of months ago. Maybe it was about a month ago that we covered. And this could be related to that. If they do some sort of a video pass or something that they bake into PlayStation Plus, it could be tied to Netflix. More from the report here. Moser suggests that the gaming section of Netflix currently has the codename Shark, and the placement of PlayStation IP within that suggests a collaborative approach. This wouldn't be the first major deal between Sony and Netflix as the two companies agreed a deal earlier this year that means movies from Sony Pictures Entertainment will come to Netflix first after their theatrical run. So you can see again how this is pointing toward a full service suite of options that could land on the Sony PlayStation since the movies themselves are going to be hitting Netflix first. This could be Sony's way of baking it into their platform as a complete entertainment offering through their subscription services. They're also doing more with the free games every month. They're really promoting that as well as their lean to get more games ported to PC. We covered that recently as well. Netflix has been aiming, according to the report, to jump more into the gaming space for a while now. We just covered this. Netflix Gaming, we've got two videos on the Shorts channel about how they want to get into the gaming world, and it seems like they're going to be setting their sights on mobile games and actually having gaming products or games you can play 
on their platform. We're not quite sure what that's going to look like, but with the Netflix app baked into so many TVs as well as on a console like ne- like the, the the Sony, it could be a great way to bridge the gap between the two. Sony could benefit from the relationship with the movies hitting the Netflix platform first and offering Netflix perks and benefits as a part of PlayStation Plus and then Netflix, if it ventures out into mobile games or silly little arcade games, they could have an entire platform alongside of Netflix to house those games for more monetization, more purchases, and a bigger storefront on the existing Sony platform. We'll continue to cover this as it develops from more than just like little leaks and images inside an app. If you like short gaming news videos, remember to hit subscribe and the bell button on this video, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so we record these segments so that they can hit my other, uh, my other, my other channel. We do a channel that's purely upload, and we do that because uh, we want to make sure that people that maybe don't feel like catching a live stream uh, can be can you know are able to to watch those. Henry Cavill uh, met with Marvel Studios in London. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't put him in something. Um, he's he's fantastic, but I think the concern would be he just so very clearly looks like Clark Kent and Superman. I mean, he just has that that chiseled jaw, that face, the hair, all of it. So I don't I don't know about that. We know Netflix wants gaming. What if there's a there's a point zero zero one percent chance Netflix will come up with a streaming service for live streams and games and such? Do you think that will work? Nice shirt. Yeah, you like this one, Wolby? Um, they, they have an X-Men collection over there on 80s Tees, guys. Anytime you see the shirt that I'm wearing, you can use the shirt command. It comes from 80s Tees. You can use code LONO for 30% off their entire website. Uh, and this comes from their X-Men collection. Um, and, the, and the command today will take it to the X-Men collection. But you can use the code anywhere you want. Um, I hope Marvel uses him. I, if Marvel used him, you'd have to really transform what he looks like. I don't know. Um, now, if, if Netflix tries to get into streaming, like live streaming and stuff like that, I just, I don't know, Butters. That's a whole nother technology suite, right? It, it, it's a whole nother technology suite because you need ingest servers. You need a front end for stability. You need a really, really good chat. YouTube continues to try to smooth out some of those, some of those aspects of their website. Um, the chatting and the moderation and, and even their ingest servers some days kind of struggle. And I don't know if Netflix wants to enter into that realm. That technology suite is very different. It requires completely different servers. It requires somebody that can manage it uh, and, and, and maintain it. Well, like teams of people that can manage it and maintain it. Um, and, and that, I think, is something that they'd have to answer. Do they want to get into that? You know, do they want to get into the 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 realm of live streaming and do they want to do it with gaming? You know, if you look at all the trouble, if you look at all the trouble that, you know, the, the purple platform has run into. And if you even look at the growing pains and the trouble that YouTube has has had just literally trying to get the streaming aspects of their site in a good place. I just I don't know if Netflix wants to get into that. They have the servers for it. No, not necessarily, Butters. There is a gigantic difference between servers that house videos for you to watch and ingest servers that must receive a live stream and then 
put that back out on the internet. It's not as, I don't think it's as simple as some people think. You got to think about this. Purple, according to the XVP, the purple platform isn't even that profitable. It isn't. Why? Well, Amazon's been very open about the fact that they don't make as much ad revenue as they want. So how could Netflix make money when they're subscription-based and then they could they would also get into live streaming, right? Do you see the difference? Like I just I just don't know. I, I don't see them getting into that because if Amazon is not getting the ad revenue they want from the one of the most popular streaming sites in existence, only outdone by YouTube, and even YouTube probably doesn't pull the the live viewer numbers that that that, that website pulls. So they're the leading live str- live streaming platform, and they don't make enough in ad revenue. What's Netflix gonna do? They're subscription based. How are they going to make money on something? And again, according to the XVP of the Purple Platform, that platform is not very profitable. The operating costs, the margins, the money they make, because they're paying some of their biggest streamers are now being paid massive amounts of money to stay on the platform. Their biggest streamers make 70% of all subs, not 50. They make 70. And then they make a cut of the ad revenue. The ad revenue that isn't high enough. So the leading live streaming platform is failing to generate enough ad revenue and they're not that profitable. Look at Microsoft as an example. Microsoft throws money at live streaming and they bailed after, after what, how long did they even have Ninja and all those guys in contract? Was it even half of a year? And Microsoft's like, shut it down. Why? They were probably bleeding cash. Have you seen the CEO of Purple uh, no longer has on... Oh, is he leaving? I hope he is. He's he's awful. He's awful. I hope he is leaving. They need brand new leadership. They need brand new leadership. They need, they need people to come in and clean house. Everything that went down, all the favor trading, what happened to me, all that needs to be investigated and people should be fired. He should be gone. He's terrible. He's got to be one of the worst CEOs I've ever seen. Just terrible at his job. Made a promise publicly about how they were going to handle what happened last year and completely lied. Just totally lied straight to the public. Just, he's a joke. Just an absolute joke. You can't say the name. Oh, I don't want to say the name. YouTube doesn't like when you say that the name of that platform. A lot of people use their YouTube channel to say, hey, I'm going live over on such and such, and they don't like that. They don't want you to do that, so we don't say the name of that company over here. It can hurt your discovery. YouTube doesn't want you to promote that platform, and I don't want to promote that platform. Frick that platform. Like, just, I don't know. If 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 all if that if it all came crashing down, I I it wouldn't bother me one bit. It would be it, I it would there would be a sense of justice in that, in the way they've treated people and the things that they've done. The company deserves to come crashing to the ground. Corrupt companies and corrupt people, <clears throat> they tend to bring justice on their own head because <clears throat> when you run a company like that, <laughs> we've probably only seen the tip of the iceberg for the nonsense and the shenanigans going on over there. 
all you have to do is look at Mixer to know that getting into live streaming is not something Netflix is going to do. Right? I don't... If you look at what Mixer... What happened with Mixer, if Microsoft can't get live streaming off the ground, then no one can. What, you think Facebook has a snowball's chance in Hades to survive with its live streaming? No. They're going to get done with their litigation because they lied to advertisers, and when all that's done and settled... I guarantee you, they'll just slowly stop investing money in it. They paid all these people money to come stream, but advertisers are just going to slowly walk away from going over there, or at least slowly walk away from buying packages for the live stream. You know what I mean? I just, I don't think so. I'd be surprised if it got taken down. If it's poorly run and not that profitable, Amazon will cut it loose. (laughs) Amazon will cut it loose. Preacher thinks they can't find a buyer, and I happen to think he's probably right. I think they're trying to sell. I think they were trying to raise the valuation of that company. That's why that platform is completely over-monetized. You know? It's so over-monetized because they tried to raise their valuation. Everything they've done with advertising and with and with subs and sub perks and everything, they want to claim here's how here's the valuation of the company, right? It doesn't help when you're banning people like myself and the doc. Doc was pulling in big money. I, I was I was earning six figures over there. You start banning people like that, well, you got to make that up. In the time they banned Doc and myself, they also threw a ton of money at Ninja and Shroud. That that hurts your that hurts your valuation. You're 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 spending while losing, and you got people that used to work for the company saying it's not that profitable. You have your parent company, Amazon, saying we're not very thrilled with the advertising dollars coming from that platform. You don't think Sony's going to be able to beat Game Pass? It's too late. Um, I don't know. Sony has a lot of property in its corner. Sony has a lot of entertainment property in its corner. Sony could leverage that with this Netflix deal and really, really put themselves in a nice position. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and now they're swimming in ASMR drool money. Well, the, the, the company the company is a complete sham and a complete joke. They've had people over there that have been banned three and four times. Still partnered, still earning big money. Why? Because that the company is just... It's, it's a dishonest, fraudulent, terrible company. You're not supposed to be able to stay partnered. You're not even supposed to be able to stay on the platform if you've been banned three times. It's supposed to be a three-strike policy. I was... And, and, and I, 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 lost, I was permanently banned and no one communicated anything with me nobody and and you got people over there that have been banned three and four times still partnered still still making money over there they they don't enforce their tos in in, uh consistently which is one of their biggest problems it's why they brought in a third-party company to handle these sorts of situations because they're trying to protect themselves from litigation because they already lost one lawsuit they're, they're set to lose many more if they're not careful. <clears throat> that hurts your share value, your public your public perception. It hurts advertising dollars. Advertisers are already leaving that platform because of all the hot tub nonsense. It's already happening. 
Uh, Dylan, after playing this game, New World, could you see yourself covering this game long term, like once a week rundown or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I think that I think this game could be something really special with this community. Guys, we almost have 400 likes. If you haven't smashed the like button yet, consider doing that. Get us over there. Get us over there to the uh, to the 400 likes. We'd greatly appreciate it. I, I think we could do something really fun with this game. We could do something fun in the Discord. We could do, you know, we could pull in and have like LFG and and guilds and I think they call it what a company or whatever. Yeah, and we could play it, you know, a couple times a week, cover it, especially when there's when there's new things happening, New World Wednesdays, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. We are never going to be a New World channel. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. But we will orbit around certain games. If No Man's Sky would consistently do its expeditions, that's a game that we would orbit around. I would boot up the day an expedition happens, play for a couple hours, get some of the stuff, show you guys the stuff, check out the community planet, and then be on my way, right? But Hello Games markets their product like they don't, like, they invest in their product like they love it. They market their product like they don't care about it. (laughs) It's so weird. Super weird. It's, they don't don't market the game. And it's really hard to cover it, because no one's talking about it, no one's searching for it, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, the Normandy's in the game. And you're like, what? The days of one game full coverage are long gone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just roaming around PvP flagged with friends is really fun. Lots of intense Dark Zone-like engagements and moments of craziness. I love it, and I love just not flagging and gathering goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we could do something really, really fun with New World. I do. I'm not hyping it up. I'm not going to sit here and convince you guys like, oh, become a member, get in the Discord. We're going to be a New World channel. But I think we could do a lot of fun stuff with New World. Oh, we forgot to do a poll at the start of the stream. Shoot, let's do one now. Uh, what are your thoughts on New World? Um, good, meh, and we'll put bad. Good, meh, and bad. I was supposed to do that at the beginning of the stream and I forgot to. We're supposed to do a poll at the start of the stream. You guys gotta beat 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 that into my head. I, I forgot to do it again. Cause that that's when that's when um there's there's that morning crowd is here and we wanna give them that poll. Giggity. Uh um I felt we were missing something. Yeah, I completely forgot about it. How long is the beta going? When's it going? It's going for like a week, isn't it? I don't know. We're going to play more today. Uh, Butters, I need the scoop on the Sony Netflix story. Uh, we just covered it. Will they be exclusive to Sony or are they working with being Netflix Sony exclusive games? Yeah, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. So um, we, we kind of already answered that one. Dr. Slay, I'm loving New World, but in the back of my mind is the pay to win stuff they mentioned like storage increases and XP gains. Does that concern you at all? Um, Lord have mercy the poll comes at the beginning of the show yeah guys if you can hear my voice right now you've been lurking today give our poll in the chat a vote you don't have to go anywhere to take the poll you can just click it um, it's at the top of the chat and then after you vote you can dismiss it if you want to <clears throat> if you want to get it out of your, uh, your the frame of your chat 
Yeah, the okay, so the XP thing and the pay to win thing. Okay. Let's talk about that. Because there is certainly a danger and they've addressed this. Now my biggest concern with when the creative director addressed this, he said he said at launch they won't be they're not gonna be, you know, doing anything that's pay to win or whatever. Um I think, uh, I think the, the biggest issue is that there's PVP, right? If there wasn't PVP, who gives a rip if you pay for an XP boost or storage or a shortcut or something? But the minute, the minute you have PVP, it complicates the discussion because if some faction is fighting for an area and there's a bunch of people there's a bunch of Johnny credit cards just boosting their XP and leveling up faster so then they can complete things faster and they're stronger that's a problem and it makes me nervous that he said excuse me the phrase at launch it's like so what you're going to maximize sales and you're going to bake this in later I don't think, here's why I don't think they're going to do that, okay? I'm not on the hype train. I I have concerns about the game. I think there are things within the game that that could go poorly. Uh, There are things that are still a little rough around the edges. Overall, I think, and this is what I said yesterday, as far as a runway for an approachable MMO goes, it's a super smooth runway. It's great for takeoff. You can dive in, enjoy it, get your way through the tutorials and learn the game's basics. Very, very approachable games. Very, very, very... It's a good-looking, solid combat, accessible MMO. And that's difficult to say about a lot of MMOs. Most MMOs are not that good-looking. Most MMOs' combat's not that satisfying. And most of them are not that accessible. It has a lot in its corner. It also has a lot of things that could go poorly. The internal economy driven by players, being able to make and sell items. Okay? That could become a... A, a bot, you know, uh, uh, glitch, bug, central. People could figure out how to dupe or whatever the frick and then and then completely ruin it. It could be great. Right? Secondly, the XP things and the, and the storage things that they're going to be selling. To be fair, Elder Scrolls Online has a subscription service that's optional, and yet everyone says you need it if you want to play because you're going to want that crafting bag. Elder Scrolls Online has created an intrinsic pain point in their game so that you feel, if I'm going to play this game at length, I need to buy this this thing. This is something that is that is not necessarily right or wrong because what did the Elder Scrolls Online do? Well, they created a good game that people are enjoying and they created a crown store that when you buy that subscription you get way more than the value in the crown store so it feels worth it it feels like a fair and respectable transaction even though you're like well I kind of need the crafting bag so if people feel they need this storage increase if they feel the only way they're going to keep up contribute and stay and stay in the ring with their friends or whatever is to buy these XP boosts that's a concern because I call that the squeeze the art of the squeeze games that do this sort of 
hey, this is a little slow. This takes a little bit of time. They squeeze you, and you're like, ah, oh, I might as well just spend money to speed this up. I might as well just spend money to take this shortcut. The art of the squeeze is extremely dangerous because what ends up happening is the game becomes a... It's like a crutch, not a crutch in the typical way that we use the word crutch. It's like a balance bar. The only way for you to kind of walk through the game straight and not tip over is this balance bar, and that is you spending money. And that's a concern. At the same time, at the same time I say that, they need to subsidize the game. There is no subscription fee. So in six months, how are they making money? In eight months, where's the money coming from? If they don't set up a microtransaction store that is, that, that in motivates purchase, then where's the money coming from? There is no, no, there is no new world subscription fee given that reality how do they make their money so it's a double sided coin hey this is great no subscription fee you buy the game you play the game you have a great time boom you're done sweet no worries you don't got to worry about all that that extra stuff but then you get you get a little ways into the game and you're like yeah but i i feel like i have to buy this extra storage i feel like i i need this xp boost that's when that's when things start to go awry because now the 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 transactions are squeezing the player in a way where basic gameplay is disrupted if i can play this game and progress and enjoy myself and never ever ever feel the need to spend a dime that's pretty good but that's also very dangerous if no one ever feels like they have to spend any money, how do you make money from me in six months? I just keep playing, I'm taking up server space, I'm complaining and you're patching things, you're spending resources, time and energy to make sure me and thousands of other people can play every second of the day and I'm giving you zero dollars. Why? Well, because if you make it really easy for me to not spend money, I won't spend money. If you make it really, really easy for me to spend money, that can corrupt the gameplay. It's a delicate balance. So, if I was Amazon, I would look at the Crown Store and the subscription service that ESO runs, and I would, I would, that's exactly how I would set it up. I would say, if we're going to get people to spend money on something, they need to get so much value that it doesn't feel like they got squeezed or coerced or forced into it. They feel like, this is so worth the money. Ten bucks once a month, or or you know 8.99 once a month and this is I get all this stuff and also if these are one time fees like if you spend money one time for the storage increase and you never need to do it again that's not that big of a deal but the danger is there it's like well what else are you going to not give me that I have to buy you know am I buying the pickles for the burger like that kind of an analogy can we have a chat about how mobile game mobile Xbox games have become so many are now touch to play on mobile devices completely elevating that feature of game pass i you're, i don't what do you mean so many are now touch to play on mobile devices completely elevating that feature on game pass what do you i don't understand they're they're selling mobile games in the xbox 
store and you can play them on your phone you have to be super casual to enjoy a game like that for free right I play Path of Exile without additional stash tabs if I like a game that's free to play I don't mind spending money on it as long as it's not something sleazy like loot boxes yeah but this isn't free to play you have to buy new world you have to spend money to get into the game you do you have to spend money to get into the game and then after the fact they're going to be selling and he gave us assurances the creative director gave us assurances like oh we're not going to be doing pay to win and we're not we don't want to have anything and he's like at launch we won't be doing x y and z that's how he phrased it in his interview no controller is needed you just play it right from your phone in the game pass app they have almost a hundred of them now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Some games on Game Pass have been updated to mobile touch only commands. Huh. If someone wants to waste money on something like that, like that they can earn through play, it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't affect you, dot, 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 if you're not doing any PvP, as you just said. But once PvP is thrown in there, like Lono said, it becomes a huge issue. That's the giant rub. Let's imagine PvP didn't exist in New World. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. Why? Because I would say this. This would be my response. If someone wants to pay to play the game less, who gives a frick? Who cares? Why do I care if you want to pay $10 a month to play the game less hours? You want to take shortcuts and pay not to play? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. But the minute there's PvP a completely different discussion entirely these players this faction this war this territory war whatever people that are spending money have a huge advantage why well they're leveling up faster so they have better this better that they've unlocked more of this they've unlocked more of that that's where it can become an argument of well this feels kind of like pay to win and I don't know what their answer to that is everything is investment based if I invest in this weapon mastery I'm stronger I've got more things I can do if you fight somebody who's got a higher weapon mastery than you they're probably going to beat you why they have more skills and damage buffs and abilities unlocked why can't I pay for XP boosts to not kill a boar in the woods for XP and if you balance your PvP appropriately it's not an issue I don't disagree with that Eugene if whatever you're buying, if whatever shortcut XP boost thing you're buying is, if it's, you know, if it's if it's in the realm of like, yeah, this just lets me kind of bypass some PVE stuff, well, then you're not in any danger. You don't have to worry about that. But if it affects PvP, then it's a huge problem. Because people will feel like this is the only way forward. You know? I have to spend money. It's the only way to compete. Um, ADJC with the next question do you think that some guilds might manipulate the economy of the game through the marketplace right this is another this is another thing that I, we, we don't know enough yet you know we, we don't know enough yet this 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 in game player driven economy could become an absolute nightmare of one month in it could be an absolute freaking nightmare people could be glitching they could be bugging it out they could be 
who knows who knows what they could do there, there could be people that figure out the fastest way to get certain things and they just flood the market with them to grief the market you know and thankfully the things only sit there for so long but again we don't know exactly how it's going to play out because this is one of those things that it it's kind of like until the hive mind of the millions descends on something a lot of the times you don't know what might come of it because right now they might be like well we've got this protection this protection and this protection all in place people aren't going to be able to abuse the the in-game economy and then one month in people figure things out and they figure out loopholes and shortcuts and glitches and then your economy gets destroyed if they don't regulate the economy it will certainly be an issue right why is your enjoyment negatively affected by what someone else does oh what's enigma saying here the players that earn things without money don't want to see that gear in the hands of someone who spent one eighth of the time that they did earning it well by and large enigma I I mean I would imagine that like if you go into the end game and you're fighting and earning unique sets of gear from really challenging content people aren't going to be able to spend their way to that you've got to go and beat the content there's also going to be a skin system in the game like if they want to just look cool and pretty or sparkly and they spent money I mean that's fine it's that way in destiny isn't it like somebody can go buy some shiny ornamental set of armor or they can go and try get the armor set from trials or the raid and then that makes them unique and then they can spend a month transmogging it all so like it as long as there is loot that can only be achieved, gotten, earned, or whatever through certain in-game action, then it really doesn't matter. If somebody wants to take a leveling shortcut so they don't have to kill like 85 boar in the wood or whatever, that's totally fine. The real issue with microtransactions in New World is if it negatively affects the PvP. That's the real that's the real question in the real rub more than anything like if it was a purely pve game who cares like you know what i mean i don't care you leveled up faster than me you want to spend money to not play the game that's your prerogative dude i was doing it yesterday i was doing it yesterday somebody i think when it was eugene he was like this is where games lose me and i was like oh i actually like this i like grabbing like multiple quests and just going and doing them Sure, it's a little busy. It's a little bit of busy work, but I still enjoy it. So, oh, let me go and do this. I don't want to skip that. I don't want to skip that. That's that early, early game romance. It's that first date. It's that first drink and appetizer. It's like, all right, let me see what this game's all about. There will be people that get end game stuff by farming wood and selling it to people that don't want to put into the don't don't want to put in the time. I I don't know. Maybe maybe. I don't see somebody having enough wood to sell and give to somebody. You know, I I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Imagine being told in the summer of 2011 that the three best-selling products on Steam in 10 years would be a Valve-made portable gaming PC, a $1,000 VR headset, and a game made by Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's funny I mean they played they played their cards really well 
they played their cards really well. They they got they got people very interested. And to be quite honest, all those content creators, if it would have been bad and rough and rough around the edges, you can't lie to the audience. They can see, you know? I can't lie to you about some of the clunkiness of the combat or the derpy jump. I can't lie to you about that. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of derpy. Yeah, combat's kind of clunky. They need to smooth some of this out. It's better than it was, but it still needs to be smoothed out a little bit. Can't lie to you about that. You can see it on the screen. It's right there. <laughs> in, in, in thousands of pixels, you know. So, you know, the, the marketplace and the microtransactions are a concern, I think. Do you have high hopes for Skull and Bones, or do you see another Anthem? Man, I was concerned about Skull and Bones when I saw the first trailer. You know, what, a couple years ago when they first talked about it? I was al- I was already concerned. When, when, when the first trailer hit for Skull and Bones, I was like, I was like, I don't know, guys. I was like, I, I don't know about this. This this seems like it it uh, it could be a problem. Who who's gonna buy or play a game in 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 great quantity? Okay, who's gonna do that? And and um and only and that's all it is. That's all you're playing. You're you're you are literally playing a game, and that's it. That's the game. The game is see like naval battles I just I just don't think so I I don't I don't think it has a chance I think they had to go back to the drawing board let me let me get let me get the story here for you let me hang on a second let me get the story for you let me let me give you the report on this you you can know what you can know what I'm saying um because this game I remember when I first saw the trailer I was like dude I don't know who who Who's going to play a game that is basically a, a a a a naval battle game? I just didn't see it. From the very beginning I thought this game was was a foolhardy idea. It's like that, hey, this was really cool in Black Flag. Let's make an entire game around it. And it's like, who the frick said that? Who said that? Who thought you could ship that? Now, if you made it free maybe. I would play it. I don't know how long you'd play it for, and how long would you play it before you felt like nobody's playing it enough? You know what I mean? Here, let me let me let me read the story to you. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one is about Skull and Bones going the way of Anthem. Ugh, if you like these short gaming news videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads. Or this is SNTR Shorts. You can check out SNTR Presents where I do my live streams every day. So this was reported on by Game Rant. If you're unaware, Skull and Bones has been delayed, reset, restarted, reworked a number of times. And now information's coming out even about how this relates to Assassin's Creed Infinite, which I found pretty interesting. According to the Game Rant report, 
Eight years into development, Ubisoft's pirate MMO Skull and Bones seems no closer to completion. Originally conceived as a multiplayer DLC for Assassin's Creed Black Flag, the game has since morphed into a nightmare of overambition and unclear direction. Writer Ethan Gatch published a deep dive on the subject earlier yesterday. He anonymously interviewed multiple and current and former Skull and Bones developers. Unfortunately, the story those Ubisoft employees tell is depressingly similar to other AAA disasters. So, if you're not familiar with what happened with Anthem, there was a really, really big deep dive into everything that went on there. It was like a miniature book into how, for three or four years, they just piddled away, didn't know what they were doing, reset the game, changed the game, all this other stuff. The most interesting part comes next because it relates to Assassin's Creed Infinite, a newly announced live service Assassin's Creed game that we theorized was on the horizon when we saw everything they were doing with Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Generations was the name we came up with as like a code name for what we thought was kind of in the tea leaves, if you will. So that was something that was born out of this. More from the report. Ubisoft Singapore started working on Skull and Bones in 2013, eight years ago. The Singapore subsidiary designed the sailing mechanics in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, making them the logical choice for the multiplayer DLC that was originally planned. It gradually expanded into an MMO called Black Flag Infinite before Ubisoft divorced the project from Assassin's Creed altogether. Some developers blame the studio's lack of experience for the game's nightmarish development. Others, however, attributed the problems to Ubisoft's home office in Paris, which alternated between indecisive and overbearing. So, Assassin's Creed Infinite as a live service, maybe quasi-MMO version of Assassin's Creed, was born out of this. Originally, they were going to call it Black Flag Infinite, an ongoing MMO version of Assassin's Creed. They have now sliced this project seemingly right down the middle. You got Skull and Bones on one side, you got Assassin's Creed Infinite on the other. More from the report. One developer compared Skull and Bones to BioWare's Anthem, and it's easy to see why. The game's development would restart multiple times under different project leads. Each had radically different visions of what the game should be. As a result, there are fundamental questions that remain unanswered even after years of development. For example, does the player control the ship directly, or a pirate controlling a ship like in Black Flag? With Skull and Bones, will it have a single open world, or multiple smaller zones? Will the game take place in the Caribbean, Asia, or entirely fictional settings? Unfortunately, Ubisoft's answers changed numerous times since Skull and Bones development began. This reportedly did not prevent Paris from attempting to committee design the game from thousands of miles away. So similar to Anthem, this game's got too many cooks in the kitchen. We'll see if they can capture the right identity and the right movement to ever even launch. And what will this mean for Assassin's Creed Infinite's development and how much was borrowed for that game? As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. Alright, so there you go. That's what's going on with that. That's what's going on with that. They they are, uh... They're in bad shape. They're in bad shape. This article pretty much kills the game for me. Um, First it was Assassin's Creed, uh expansion now it's ubisoft's eight yeah i i 
Why are they even calling it an MMO, Wheezy? Why are they even calling it an MMO? If you guys are here for New World, look at the votes on the poll. Not bad. Cast your vote. What are your thoughts on New World? Good, meh, or bad? It's basically a tie between good and meh, which I would say is pretty good, given that the game's not out yet. Um, given that the game's not out yet, if people are indifferent or pleased, I would say that's pretty good. I would say that's pretty good. <coughs> so, if you want to submit questions about any of the topics from today, New World, Skull and Bones, or the Sony Netflix deal, use the question command as a paying member. It'll hit this form and show up on the screen. In a little bit, we can shift gears to the more ask me anything more personal uh, questions as we continue to test the waters with you know, the other channel idea that we have where I would get a little bit more personal. It wouldn't be over here, but we've been we've been opening up Q&A near the end for those types of questions. I want to play New World more now, so that's good. Yeah, I want to play more. I only played for uh, I only played for three hours yesterday, and I wanted to keep on going. Um, I wanted to keep on going. Demetrius says, after playing New World for a day, what systems do you want to engage with that have you not yet had a chance to? For example, guilds buying territory, etc. I think I want to. I really just want to work on the first area getting everything getting my mastery up helping helping with my um not a lot of people chose covenant i chose the the religious guys and uh, not a lot of people chose the covenant and so you know trying to help them i, I am going to probably pretty pretty regularly avoid pvp um unless we unless we you know, we do something with the community and I hop in and play with you guys, you know. Any plans on checking out Chris Tales? Yeah, I have a thumbnail made for it. Uh, later today, we'll be going over to the gaming channel to check out a premiere of the first 30 minutes of Death's Door, and then we'll probably do the same thing with Chris Tales tomorrow. Too many things launched this week, so I'm trying to spin all those plates without hurting myself, and so recording 30 minutes yesterday was actually pretty fun. I enjoyed doing that. If I end my day early enough, I can make time for that. We also want to start making time for the personal channel. So, um, 26 more likes to 400. Thank you, Liquid Smoke. Appreciate you saying that. Being able to swipe and skip ahead is not good for that always the inevitable situation in a social game. I understand a company can legally add things like that to the game, but it doesn't mean the consumer has to support it or make it easy for them to normalize. Lodo, is there any type of mount in New Worlds to allow for faster travel? I know they have fast travel points, but mounts would be fun. I believe there are mounts, aren't there? We just can't use them in the beta. I thought they had an announcement about that. Um, I thought they had an announcement about that. I I don't know. We'll see. Um... For what it's worth, I bought something from the PS5 sale. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, they were having that. They were having that sale. Um, uh, yeah, so the thing that I think I'm going to invest the most in with New World would probably be Weapon Mastery and then all those territory perks. Like, I like getting the territory perks. Like, it feels pretty cool, you know? It feels... It feels I, I like the sense of investment. I like the sense of like your there's a sense of like I like these weapons, I like this territory, whatever, and then you move on. No mounts? I thought they said there would be mounts. 
Um, I thought they did. Will New World have mounts? Uh, bu 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 bu. We'll add mounts when we feel players will benefit from them and we can do them in a really good way. They said that in November of last year. So it looks like they're willing to do mounts. They're willing to do mounts, but right now, no. territory stuff is cool you had been asking for something similar in d2 back in the day being able to tell where players spend their time based on cosmetics earned right not just that you earn cosmetics but then when you're there you get better stuff you get better earn rate better farm rate better this rate better that rate better taxes whatever um yeah They've mentioned that mounts will make the map feel smaller, so they're hesitant. It was from an interview last year. Yeah, it doesn't take very long to get anywhere. Traversal, traversal is also a little, a little shaky, so maybe they don't want to do mounts right away. Yeah, Dauntless, I should be able to announce a sponsor tomorrow. The item that got stopped in Cincy should be here today. Um, the other sponsor, they are, some of these, these companies, they all hire the same type of people. They're like really, really slow to respond to like anything. And it's super frustrating. <laughs> um, Cause there's nothing you can do. You're just at their mercy. You can't be, like, rude. You can't be rude to them. So. We'll announce Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, you thought it was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow.
I need to do a little bit. I haven't done it. I'll have to I'll have to bring it down here and show it off. I got a um I got an electric toothbrush from a company and it's awesome. And they said all you gotta do is show it show it off and tell people about it. So I'll have to do that one day this week. It's not like an ongoing sponsorship. They just sent it to me. So I'll just do it, clip it, and say, hey, here, I promoted the product. You know, if you want to do something long-term, let's let's have a conversation. But it's nice. It's really, really nice. Um, I think it's from, like, a Japanese company. So it was, like, it took a while to get here. But, um, you know, I was, like, I remember when it showed up, I saw, like, the, the shipping. I was, like, what the what? What did I get? I had forgotten about it. It's really nice. It's really strong. <laughs> it's a little it's a little much when you first go to use it. You're like, you're like oh my, is it going to grind my teeth to dust? Um, so, if you guys are just new and tuning in, we're discussing New World, my first impressions. If you want to pick my brain and ask about it, you can put a question in chat. Just make sure you're subscribed so you can talk in chat. If you're a paying member, you can submit a question with the question command, and it ends up on the screen. Usually near the end of the day, we also take more personal or more off-topic questions like an AMA we will be playing new world shortly if you're interested in gameplay I'll be doing that here on this channel it'll be a different stream but it'll be on this channel and I can take you with me we've got a cool new feature we can use on YouTube for that with live redirect Um, we were talking about Tyler yesterday saw him in raid quite weird he's playing less pop games um, to way less viewers yet he still lands deals like this is he beyond the need for viewers you don't need viewers when your footprint is is bigger than an NFL star. You know what I mean? He does a little ad that hits Twitter, Instagram, and his streams, and his YouTube. That footprint is astronomical. And people pay huge money for it. When your footprint's bigger than an NFL star, like, you you don't... Who gives a frick about viewers? Play whatever you want. I think it was reported that the map size is 40 square kilometers and is being a smaller world, but they wanted to add more relevant parts to the map. Yeah. I think their idea on how to do PvP is really nice, too. Like, I like that I don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? He doesn't give a crap about viewers. He's just unironically streaming for fun now. He's set for life. He could become a full-time Cooking Mama streamer, and it wouldn't friggin' matter. He's getting paid for exclusivity on purple. He's getting paid just just nosebleed amount of money for anything that he does. Like some company could have him like fart in a shoe and be like we're going to sell the shoe for charity and it would sell for a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like he can, he can do whatever the frick he wants now. I didn't get a Steam Deck because the more I thought about it, Tim, what would I do with it other than talk to you guys about it? The stats, the specs, and the reviews will go up by channels that are more firmly rooted in technical reviews, and I don't really do that, so I was like, I'll pass.
<clears throat> I like my Switch. I just didn't really have a strong interest in the Steam Deck, and the more I looked at it, the more I was like, I just put a computer in my entertainment room that can run games on my 2080 Ti. Why the frick am I going to get that thing? I don't commute. I don't go anywhere. When I do, I'm with my family. I'm not going to be nose down in my Steam Deck when I'm traveling with my family. That's not going to work. Like when we travel and fly, like I might bring a book, but I'm, you know, usually that's not going to work. I can't sit there and play. What streamer are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Ninja. If I was still traveling regularly and hosting and all of that, I would have maybe considered getting one. But usually even when I traveled, I preferred watching TV shows, movies, and stuff that I hadn't been able to watch more than I wanted to play a game. And recently I've gotten back into reading, so I would probably just read. There's something about, you know, flying and putting on a pair of headphones and just reading a good book. If you're tuning in for my thoughts on the New World beta, I already gave them in this live stream. You can go back and get my first impressions if you go to the one hour and seven minute mark the one hour and seven minute mark if you feel like going back and getting them feel free to ask me a question in chat if you're new or stick around for the gameplay we will be playing new world shortly um seems like there's some new folks strolling in appreciate you being here smash the like button if you haven't already today if you click subscribe you can talk in my chat if you click the join button you'll get a badge you'll get emotes and the ability to have your question on screen appreciate you guys tuning in and being here notice the decline in viewership after those bots were cleaned up oh over on purple I mean one of the guys that I suspected of botting he went from hitting you know 3 and 4k peaks to hitting like 1 and 2k peaks they cut his numbers in half but he's established his brand now he's popular and has tons of subs but he built his entire channel on, on fake follows and views says I don't get behind the well I had to do X mundane activity so you should too yeah in a purely PVE game I don't care if somebody's going to pay for a shortcut that doesn't bother me at all if I went and killed 20 boar and I made myself an awesome outfit and you paid for a shortcut 
and you just bought the outfit. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, it cheapens it a little bit, but if somebody goes and kills 20 boar, they throw it in a store, and they sell it, and then and then you you go and buy it. That doesn't bother me at all. That doesn't matter to me. I don't care. finishing wheel of time no i i want to go back and finish it my brother told me i need to and the, and the tv series is going to hit sometime this year um but no i haven't had chance he's like dude it gets so good at the end he's like the final book is literally nothing but a battle he's like that's what the entire book is i was like okay As long as the end game challenge integrity is protected, then the route to get there can be shortened. What series? Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time got too long on the tooth for me. It it the, ch- the like the charm of getting to like a new village, new people group, new city, whatever. Um, it, it, the charm wore off. It did, right? It wore off because it was like, dude, seriously? Like, I don't need to know about the intricacies of their clothing and, you know, the, 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 the accent and the customs. I don't need to know about any of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to know about any of that. It just got a little, like, the charm wore off. And so that's one of the reasons it got super long on the tooth. It was like, dude, it's like, come on. It, it, t- it took too, it felt like it took too long to get anywhere in the book. What is this game? Um, this, there's a game called Blacktail. Uh, Blacktail developers, the Parasite, are giving their upcoming action adventure title a soundtrack that blends. Okay, I'm not worried about that. When's this game coming out? The art style looks incredible. Um, a first-person action adventure cr- adventure game created by the Parasite. Discover secrets of the woods as Yaga, a young woman cast out of her medieval village for witchcraft, guided by a dark voice. You'll take up a bow and mystical powers to recreate the myth of Baba Yaga by living out the origins of the classic Slavic folk story. It's planned to release on Steam, Xbox Series X, S, and the PlayStation 5 this winter. It looks really cool. It's called Blacktail. Probably, since it's by a smaller studio, I bet it gets delayed in the next year. Hellblade indie version? Well, um, Senua wasn't kicked out. 
she ran out into the wilds on her own and then when she came back uh yeah there was a wheel of time video game november of 1999 it was a first person shooter style video game developed by legend entertainment and based on robert jordan's fantasy series yeah it's probably like absolute hot garbage um <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably garbage Now that I finished Horizon Zero Dawn, I've got Hellblade on deck. Zubair, you must play that game with headphones on, or don't play it. In FPS, how they have swords and bows? Yeah, how are you gonna do? How are you gonna make the Avatar game a first-person a first-person shooter? It's gonna be bows and a melee weapon. I'm telling you right now, dude. I'm telling you right now. It's gonna be super weird. I get it. George R.R. Martin loved describing each meal. Mm -hmm. Yep. I wish there was more to look forward to this year. In the way of games? Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Battlefield 2042, um, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Deathloop. There's There's a lot of stuff still coming. Distorted Sama says, I get your point of view, Eugene, on why people should be able to buy boosts, but at the same time, there are still arguments against it, which is why companies usually limit how far they go with it. Well, anytime a game is going to sell boosts, okay, anytime a game is going to sell boosts, there is a giant pit they can fall into. Horizon's getting delayed for sure. No, it's not. No. According to developers, it's basically done. They're going back and polishing systems. Sony's going to do everything they can to ensure that game launches in the holiday. There's no way. Microsoft is doing the same thing with Halo Infinite. They're going to crunch the frick out of those games. They're going to crunch the frick out of those games. Nothing else is coming out. If Horizon Forbidden West and Halo Infinite launch holiday, that's it. Those are the only big titles launching for each platform. I'm going to tell you right now, if Horizon Forbidden West gets delayed, I will be shocked that Sony lets that happen. Not only that, they've said that the ba- the game is basically nearly done. They're going back through and like polishing right now. They have plenty of time to get that thing ready for primetime. When they said that in an interview, they had like six months until November when they said that. Are you sure Horizon's next year? Even in recent interviews, they said they're confident in their holiday launch. 
There is no way. Sony did these get on the PC wagon and release on PC at the same time like Xbox? Oh, no. No, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. I saw this the other day. I'm not sure what to parallel it with, but it looks interesting. Song of Iron? Release date trailer. Song of Iron. Looks like... Wait, is it a platformer? Yeah, it's a side... No, it's a side-scroller Viking game. Side-scroller Valhalla. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. That looks kind of dope. Song of Iron. Basically, a a side-scroller... A 2D Valhalla. They're finalizing motion cap and voice acting. They're almost finished. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I don't know why not to release Sony games on PC. I will tell you why. Sony does not want to do simultaneous release on PC and Sony and the Sony platform because the PS5 is not in great enough saturation. Think about it. If for the next 12 months, every major Sony release hits PC and the PS5 and you can't get a PS5, what are you going to do? Give some scalping piece of garbage $1,000 or get a gaming rig for a little bit more? You're gonna hurt. They're gonna hurt their market. You, you you can't do that. You can't. You if you spend the next twelve months launching all of your major Sony titles on both, like Ghost of Ikishima's director's cut, uh, Death Stranding's director's cut, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. You start and then all whatever they have planned for next year. And and people can't get the PS Five they will start to buy PCs. Oh, I could be playing that game right now. I could be playing that right now on a PC. Am I going to give a scalper 800 to $1,000? You know, I've had to wait this long. I'll save some pennies and buy a gaming rig. You know, you can buy a comparable gaming rig to PS5. Now, again, you're not going to get the data controller and the SSD performance out of games like Ratchet and Clank. You're not going to get Ratchet and Clank. You know, but yeah, I, I'm telling you th- th- that they they can't do that. That's reason number one. Reason number two, you don't have a PS5. No, I have I have one. I have a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. Reason number two, they can sell the game a year later to a giant market and make a bunch more money off it. Days Gone did very well as a PC port, and it sold well as, as it sold well. So they got to double dip. They got to double dip. They got to make money on it again. You know? Uh, Gilly submitted a question. Do you think Microsoft and Sony would limit console stock to save stock for holiday sale as packages with their platforms exclusive games? I mean, that's a possibility. Hey, 
we're selling a bundle with Forbidden West. We're selling a bundle with Infinite. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Yes. Usually they like to do that a year later and give you a discount. It's like they do a big holiday sale, they knock the price of the console down, and then they throw the game in. They usually like to do that a year later um, for like a big holiday push. But, you know, in, in general, in general, they don't have that luxury right now because of all of the supply problems. Double Dick makes sense. I wish they would release the games. Bloodborne would kill right now. Uncharted 4, Bloodborne, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my gosh. Oh, they would look so good. Mm. If Ghost comes to PC before I can snag a PS5, I'll never get the 5. Right? Right? That's right. Those director's cuts, the, 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 the Death Stranding director's cut and the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, that's a draw to the PS5 for a lot of people. They're like, well, I've been waiting, or I played it, or you know, I, may, I never could get my hands on it, or I don't really own a PlayStation. Well, that's a reason to get one. These are, these are, these are top-shelf, S-tier games. Now... Have we still not gotten 400 likes? Come on, chat. Eight more likes to 400. If you're enjoying the show, smash like. If you haven't clicked subscribe yet, consider doing that. It'll let you talk in the chat. And then you don't miss my show throughout the week. I do a talk show in the mornings. I do gameplay in the afternoon. FedEx Walking Simulator. I actually, it's. I, I want to go, I, I have an itch to go back and play it. I liked it. I was. In, I enjoyed that game. I thought the game's opening was awesome. In three or four years, when the average PC is caught up, maybe Ratchet will get a port. Well, here's the thing, Eugene. The only, only the games that, that tap into the loading, in particular, the data controller, only those games will struggle to come to PC. Sony's always, already given people the ability and help, it seemingly help them with DualSense. So Returnal will likely come to PC. I don't think they suddenly started helping with DualSense support in, in other games. I, I don't think so. I, I think Returnal will be on PC the holiday of next year. You know? That dude's comment about it is still funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't take a dude's opinion seriously who likes FedEx Walking Simulator or whatever. Yeah. I've declared, I've declared I'm not trying to get a PS5 anymore. I'll tell you now, when Forbidden West comes out and my stupid butt buys an $800 PS5. <laughs> I'm never going to beat Death Stranding. I can't stop helping people and delivering all the lost cargo I can. What's SNTR stand for? Well, it was originally... the The, the channel was originally... Say no to rage, but I started a podcast like three years ago called SNTR Presents, and it just it represents more of what I do now. Say no to rage was something I started like six years ago on YouTube, like helping people rage less and enjoy their games more. But SNTR Presents became the central show, like a podcast, a you know, a back and forth. We launched SNTR Presents in early 2018. Um, and started uploading episodes here. And now that we live stream here, we just put everything under that heading. We have the SNTR network, and that houses 
SNTR presents SNTR Gaming and SNTR Shorts. Any orbit potential for Diablo 2 and Diablo 4? Depends, Wolby. It really depends. We're going to dive back into New World today. We're going to dive into New World when it launches. And it just really depends on what the audience does and says. You know? The audience... The audience determines how much we can orbit around something. And so does the game. We were going to consistently orbit around No Man's Sky. And then Hello Games was like, Yeah, we're not going to do a third expedition. What? We thought that was going to be a great game to orbit around. Every time an expedition would start, we would boot up, we would play it, we could check on the community planet, promote the community planet, get people in the Discord to go to the community planet, and it could get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then Hello Games was like, yeah, we're not doing a third expedition. Like, what's... They they, got to have some kind of a big plan coming. Right? So, if the support is there... And people and people back it. New World could be a great game for us to play regularly, cover regularly, do do videos, Q and A sessions, guilds, big events, community nights, Discord, blah blah blah. Diablo two could be a very similar game, you know. If we get six people to sub, Lono will sing Sweet Caroline. No, I won't. No, no, no. I don't we don't we don't we don't do stuff for subs because people unsub as quickly as they sub whenever you do that. No. I hate when we're on the bubble of a milestone. We're on the bubble of rolling over the milestone to 48k, inching ever closer to 50k. I hate it, because we'll go up and then we'll go down, and then we'll go up and then we'll go down. And it looks like we're gaining and losing like a hundred subs a day. I hate it. Um We are four hundred and forty-nine subs. From saying we've recovered all of the lost subs from last... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 47, 900, it shows. Yeah, but that's not what we have. We're like a handful of subs away from 48,000. So if you check the public sub count, if we go up to 48 and then we drop below it tomorrow, it'll look like we gained 100 subs and lost 100 subs. Like, I hate the way they publicly track sub count now. It's stupid. How close to 50k? Uh, 2,000 subs away, basically. We're basically 2,000 subs away from 50,000 subs. Um, if we can get to 50,000 and get far above it with Cushion and stay there that'll be really really good for us it really really it really helps yo steven with a five spot says sing it lono thank you um thank you for the five dollar tip through super chat uh what are your thoughts on hogwarts legacy i don't really have any thoughts on it to be honest it's overrated yeah i've not i've not played it touched it looked at it almost at all um so yeah if the, if we can get the sub count to hit 50 50,000 cuz subbing is free and if we could get the members back up in you know 800s in the 900s we're back down in like the, the the 700s we would be we'd be in like a primo spot i want i would love to see memberships get to about a grand and just always stay there um and then i would love to see the 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 50k sub count so 
I don't like to chase numbers, but those kind of things really stable and, and level things out for us. Um. <laughs> so, we will be switching to New World gameplay here in about 20 minutes. So this is usually the time in the show where you can use the question command for more of like AMA personal questions. We've been doing that for a while. The last couple of days, people seem to really like it. So uh, if you're new to the stream, we you're you're coming you're coming on the tail end of the show. The talk show is getting ready to end, and the gameplay is getting ready to start. And the gameplay will be New World today. Then we will head over and we will watch the premiere of my first 30 minutes in Death's Door, if you're interested in that game. Um, 50,000 50, subs opens up a new world for YouTube channels and doors. Yeah. Um, doesn't YouTube take a lot on those members? It's it's what, it's what I was getting on Purple. It's like a 70-30 split. Purple was a 70-30 split because I, I, was, I, was I was in another class of partner over there. Most people are on the default 50-50. I was on 70-30 over on purple. Mm-mm-mm. You missed pretty much the whole show? It's alright. It's sure it's it's Shervere, right? Shervere? I woke up early to squeeze in a few minutes of wor- New World before work. First day was very fun. I'm telling you, man. I was like, oh, I forgot about my haircut. Oh, shoot, I gotta go. Like, I couldn't play. You know what I mean? This is something everyone will have an answer for, PlayStation or Xbox. Why not both? Why not both? (laughs) I like having both. Right now, I probably have way more reason to boot up and play on the PlayStation um, because Xbox just hasn't landed... um, it hasn't landed enough titles. There's there, there's there's nothing on it really, until Infinite hits. You know, I booted up just because I have a library there, and my my kids like some of the games on it. You know what I mean? Is it a limited game time on New World? Well, the beta, yes. The closed beta runs for like a week or something. Um. It runs for like a week. And your progress will not carry over. It will not. Um, So. Oh. I've got both PS5s of your main for now. Yeah, I like when I took my, my PS5 and my Xbox Series X to my nephew's house. We booted up the PS5, and I showed them games on there. I showed them Ratchet and Clank. I didn't show them Returnal. I probably should have. I showed them Ratchet and Clank, and then Valhalla. You know, I couldn't show them. I couldn't show them Cyberpunk. There was no need to. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can go off topic, Ashen. When we're at the end of the show like this, when we're in the, when we're in the final thirty minutes, yeah, 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 you can one hundred percent go off topic. Yep. Off-topic AMA at the end every time. Are you going to check out Psychonauts 2 when it comes out? I'm going to be 100% real with you. I'll check it out, but I, I, there's nothing about Psychonauts that gets me interested at all. I've never played it, and I, I 
I think it, I don't know. I think it looks bad. <laughs> it looks bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I took one look. I took one look at Ratchet and Clank. I took one look at Ratchet and Clank and I was like, well, that game looks ridiculously awesome. And then I took one look at Psychonauts and I was like, I don't understand why people like this game. I don't understand it. I think it looks like an old, not very good game. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just, I'm saying that's the, the appearance of the game. It looks like an old, not very impressive game to me. Um, I don't know. One second. I'm going to get to Ashen's question in one second. You know, it'd be cool. The network logo working as an EQ when you speak, like it would light up when you speak. Oh, it. I would need somebody to engineer something pretty fancy for that. <laughs> I would need something really fancy for that. We don't I don't know, we don't have anything like that. That would be pretty cool though. No doubt. No doubt that would be cool. Uh I've got a I'm uploading these vids for for creature on the shorts channel. The ones we recorded already. <clears throat> They should be done. They should be uploading like five five minutes, maybe ten minutes. Um. <clears throat> so Ashen's question is: Could Borderlands Three have been the looter shooter king if the leveling was bad? I think you meant to say wasn't bad. Could it have been the looter shooter king if the leveling wasn't bad? I mean, I. <sighs> I feel like I feel like Borderlands 3 could have been the Diablo 3 of looter shooters if they would have played their cards right. Do you know what I'm saying? If they would have played their cards right, they could have been the Diablo 3 of looter shooters. Cuz Destiny's not attempting to be the Diablo 3 of looter shooters. Okay. Borderlands could have. And here's how they could have done it. Instead of rifts, you would find vaults. Remember the vault map at the end of Borderlands 2? They could have done seasonal vaults. You find a vault, that vault has an enemy and weapon and loot and cosmetic theme. And then you do the same sort of seasonal leveling, seasonal format thing that they do in Diablo 3. And instead of grinding rifts, you would grind the vault. And the vault, if they could figure out how to do like the randomization or, or whatever, they could do that for the next 10 friggin' years. They could do that for the next 10 friggin' years. You could literally just constantly, you would just call it like Borderlands, I don't even know what you'd call it with, Borderlands Universe. And then every single time you just the vault of this the vault of that vault 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 because all those vaults show up at the end of borderlands 2 
I said that before Borderlands 3 even launched. I was like, I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to go seasonal content. They'll launch a vault for the seasons. That'll basically be your DLC quasi-seasonal format. And if they mimic what Diablo 3 does, they could literally be the Diablo 3 of looter shooters. But instead, they wanted to piddle around with Battleborn, and then they just, they, they copied too many of the faults of Borderlands 2. I recently went back to Borderlands 3 last week or so. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I don't know. I just, I can't get over the first playthrough being so poor. I can't get over it. As soon as my wife and I get to the city with the cars that are like big tires or whatever, like the big circular vehicles, as soon as we get there, we're either so underleveled that I'm carrying a bunch of gear I can't use, or we're overleveled that everything we're getting is trash. I hate it. As soon as that starts to happen, I'm like, I don't want to play this. I'm either dumping everything in a vending machine because it's three levels beneath me, or I'm crowding my inventory with stuff that I won't be able to use for two or three levels. Absolutely despise how the leveling and the looting happens in the first playthrough of Borderlands 3. It's so freaking irritating. It, it, it immediately sets me off. Immediately. I'm like, yep, yeah, no, I'm good. You guys literally have a feature that you could turn on in the first playthrough that would make it infinitely better, but you refuse to. Early game's too bad, you level so quick. Yeah, and if you have that completionist mentality of you want to grab every yellow exclamation point, you want to grab every side quest, you want to do every little bounty where like they have like the picture of the person you're going to go kill, if you do those things, you end up over-leveled and then the first playthrough is terrible. I kept restarting the game as new friends jumped in. I ended up being OP everywhere I went. Yeah, but I don't like that either. I don't like being overleveled OP and then like, again, all the loot that you find doesn't matter when that happens. And it's a really nice sweet spot in the second playthrough. Yeah, you basically have to fly through playthrough one to get to where the game gets good. And it's like, why? Why not let me just turn on true Vault Hunter mode when I start the game so that everything is always at my level. It's not going to hurt anything. There's a level cap. It, well, you would get to the max level too fast. So? Who the frick cares? Who cares if I play the back half of the game at the level cap and all the enemies, bosses, and looter at the level cap? Who cares? That's satisfying for me as a player. That feels like my investment and my obsessive side quest running and my my completionist tendencies in the beginning of the game have netted me a benefit in the end of the game. Why is that a problem? It's so it's so infuriatingly stupid that they don't let me just go. If I turned on that feature, I, I would I would have I would have been I would have done multiple characters in that game by now probably. BL3 is actually good now if you haven't played much of it. It's like comparing D2 Villa to what it is now. Well, sure, 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 and that, and that's, and that's one of the things is like it has come a long way. But again, I, I'm telling you, my wife and I played it. We got to that city, and I'm standing in a vending machine, selling guns that are three levels beneath me, and I'm like, a frick, this, I don't want to play. It's so dumb. It's stupid. 
you you basically run around with and that's what's so frustrating about it is you don't get guns at your level it's so dis it's so disjointed i'm a level 15 running around with level 11 and 12 guns and everybody is level 11 and 12 and so i don't even get anything at my level it's dumb it's like you're too tall for every ride. It's like it's like going to an amusement park and just constantly staying on the teacup ride. It's like there's roller coasters, there's bigger rides. No, you're just going to stay at the ride that you're too tall for. That's what the game ends up feeling like. You're like everything I kill is weak, everything I kill is easy, every piece of loot I get is uninteresting because it's well below my level. So then what you end up doing is you slowly start replacing all your level 11 and 12 stuff with level 13 and 14 stuff, but you're level 16! (laughs) It's so dumb! And all they have to do is let me push a button at the beginning of the game to avoid that. Loot, Loot an enemy scaling. Just let me turn that on. You let me. It turns on in in the second playthrough. Why not just let me turn it on in the first playthrough? There's two choices when starting the game. Did you happen to choose the classic version? You are confusing the loot dropping. Do you want to have people being able to loot ninja, or do you want your own instance of loot? There are not two choices with respect to enemy and gear leveling believe me i would know about it if if it if it existed because i've complained about this since the game launched it's why i barely finished it on my own and my wife and i have never finished the game we got to like tiny tina and put the game down another question from gritter do you foresee sony trying one more attempt at a successful portable system to try and rival the switch no Somebody asked this the other day. I don't know if it was you, Gritter. Did you ask this and leave? Somebody asked this the other day. No. Sony, I don't... As far as Sony's plans, I don't see them giving a rip about portable. That just isn't their market. That's not... Their market is high-fidelity, crazy awesome first-party titles. You can't do... You can't do that on a... You can't do that on a portable. The worst thing is, Lono, using a save editor, you can turn True Vault Hunter mode on for the first playthrough. Yeah, but the game doesn't let you do that. That doesn't make any sense. You did not ask before today. That's funny, Gritter. Somebody literally asked this the other day. And mobile games coming soon. Yeah, I don't don't think Sony's interested in trying to make a portable device. Yeah, I don't think so. Too many of their first-party titles wouldn't run on it. Now, again, yeah, they get into mobile games and partner with Netflix. Um, when playing with others, it'll scale to each person. So if you're 15, your wife's 13, you will get level 15 gear. No, it's not true. Nope. She's on one PC. I'm on another PC. That's it. And we and, and our and we end up we're both we're both like level fourteen and everything's underneath of us. I've seen that image. Oh oh I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. They're interested in mobile games, not like a portable device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the from that, that leaked image that showed us they want to put more games on PC, there's also a mobile 
thing on there. Yeah. Their new growth vectors are bringing their games off the console to PC and putting things on mobile. And then cloud-based gaming. Who's the better gamer? I mean, people will joke and say it's her, but I mean, she's not really a gamer. She likes to play games and she does just fine. But, yeah. People tease and joke about how, like, I'm trash and I'm a casual and she's better than me and my kids are better than me. That's just garden variety, you know, teasing the streamer. Um, so... She's actually way better than she used to be. When we first started, we we played we played Borderlands One, um, and she uh, she did a uh, a siren build where she would just kind of sit back and disappear if she needed to. It was it was a uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty safe bet, you know, to get her into a first person shooter because she had never really played first person shooters. So it was an easy way to kind of get her into the game. Because she could sit back, use a sniper, and then... uh, She could sit back, use a sniper, and if things got crazy, you know, Lilith could disappear. Her aim is better, no joke. Yeah, I mean, there's... (laughs) Yeah, there's no way that's possible. Yeah, I've been playing shooters since, you know... Quake. She plays a shooter like once a year. It's not a placeholder for the Steam Deck. It's mobile. Yeah, yeah. It literally says the word mobile and it shows like a tablet. Like mobile, as as Weezy's saying, is the largest gaming slice in the world. It's huge. Um. So. Uh, Gilly with the next question should Amazon use Amazon Prime as an integrated subscription method like if you're a Prime member you get X things a month couple of boosts and some currency I mean I could see them doing it they've got the whole game integrated with purple but that's because purple I mean purple is a fantastic marketing funnel do you know how many people are going to download and buy this game because of you know because you're getting drops in somebody's chat or something or watching somebody or teaming up with somebody like they're doing these big events where they're like attacking other cities and stuff you know they're they're trying to create these community moments and it makes sense to do it over there it's just a smart business play yeah 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 she also burns quesadillas she actually doesn't burn quesadillas that often but that one day she did burn it and she fed it to me anyway and I was like it tastes like the inside of the oven what happened and she like didn't tell me <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Or she'll put broccoli in them. That's funny too. That's pretty funny. Um, so we are going to play some more New World. I actually am very excited uh, to play more today. Um, and then we will we will give you uh, a thirty minute. We're gonna go over and watch a premiere. Uh, 30 minute of uh, Death's Door, a new indie title. We'll do that over on gaming. That's later though, after we're done playing New World. If you need to leave and refresh the channel to get the published video, if that's how you typically do it, um, you can do that. Uh, I put a link in chat to make it easier for you. And we also do live, uh, we also do live redirect. And live redirect should take you over to the next stream it should just dump you into the next stream if not I will put a link in chat 
Thank you for everybody taking the poll. Almost 400 votes in an hour. That's not bad. That's a pretty strong poll. Usually we get about four to 500 votes in an hour. 52% said that they think New World looks good. 44% said meh. And 3% said bad. So thank you for taking our poll. We'll start trying to do those earlier in the stream. If I forget, just remind me. Uh, We definitely want to get those polls done early. There is a link in the chat. There is also a pinned link at the top. Come on over with us. There might be a pop-up that says, do you want to take the live redirect? Yes or no? Just click yes and come with us, and I'll see you over for more New World gameplay. And then when we're done with New World, we'll be checking out 30 Minutes of Death's Door as a premiere on the gaming channel. All right? I'll see you guys over there.